Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to an interesting episode of One Cross Radio. Uh, the journey to how we got here is um, has been a fun one <laughs> in numerous ways, and in some other ways, not so much. Um, if you're looking at the artwork, you'll notice something interesting. Um, because I think it says something along the lines of... Um, Superman Red Sun Episode 3, but also, uh, quick thoughts on epi- on Volume 2. Um, and if you're not looking at the artwork, and you're looking at this episode, and you're like, wait, hold up, why are we at Episode 3? Where's Episode 2? Well, kind of a funny story. Um, and I think other podcasters can understand this. Sometimes things just, they just happen. Uh, you don't want them to. Uh, you don't want them to happen, let alone twice, but they do. Sometimes the audio goes wrong, files just go missing, um, and that and that's the journey we've had with this. Um, when Christian and I set out to do this on Into the Weeds, um, in our Into the Weeds sub-series, we recorded these over three days, um... Because they're they're sizable in length um, to begin with, and what happened was we lost the audio. Um, Christian, just the audio went missing. He couldn't find his. I couldn't find mine. Um, so we like I have no idea what happened. Uh, it's almost like when you wash your socks in the laundry machine and then they go missing. My theory is they end up in Narnia. So. Uh, the first volume of Into the Weeds Superman Red Sun Part 2 is somewhere in digital Narnia. Um, so then we realized this after about two to three weeks after we recorded episode three. Um, we dropped episode one back in July. So then it was, that was mid-July. So I think it was around late July, early August, we realized what was up because we were recording like a fiend, and Christian is just so kind, and he's editing so many episodes of of One Cross Radio and other podcasts and music. Um, and dude's so talented. So, dude, buddy, thank you so much. Um, so then we realized this was up, and then we're like, okay, we've gotta we've gotta redo this. Um, we gotta we gotta re-record. Um, and then it's interesting trying to get back, uh, in a zone to where you guys, uh, to, to where you, you were, um, like where you were stoked about something and you were all in on something. Um, cause both of us, we had, we had recently recorded the Frighteners. Um, August was becoming D, uh, Batman month and I was doing a couple other things and, it was just like, okay, we'll redo it, but we, it took two takes. Uh, the first take, neither of us were feeling it, just because you're like, oh man, I gotta do this all again. Uh, so then we re-recorded it, um, <laughs> and we got super excited. Um, uh, we, we refound the passion as we went. Uh, and then something happened, neither of us lost the audio. But the audio on my end, for whatever reason, just, it wasn't usable. Um, it was probably a, 
a couple different things like my laptop was running super hot and loud at the time i was in a small room where i needed to have a fan on the entire time um and also just at times there were just phantom issues with my sound and it just wasn't usable <laughs> at the end of the day like we had it but it wasn't usable and i'll make exceptions like on the out and abouts, there's things I can't get rid of and can't control, and there's certain times where I'm like, okay, if I can if I can lessen it a fair bit, I'm okay with it. Um, but it was just one of those things where no matter what we tried, we, we couldn't get it salvageable, so we just had to scrap it. Um, and the truth is, neither of us wanted to do it a third time. We're not going to phone it in. Um, so this is where this long-winded intro is just... A recap of uh, Superman Red Sun Volume 2 and our thoughts on it. Our thoughts are, we really enjoyed it. Um, both of us did. Now, I enjoyed certain aspects of Wonder Woman's story um, more than more than Christian did, as I recall. Um, we both loved Batman in this. Uh, like, this really nailed the, the antagonistic side of Batman and Superman better than any other comic had um because in this like batman uh, red sun batman was created directly in response to superman and by that i mean uh you find out in red sun volume one uh Pyotr, uh killed russian bruce wayne's parents i i don't actually recall if red sun batman had a name um but they were handing out anti-superman um, not propaganda, but flyers and stuff, and that's why they were executed. And that just made Batman hate Superman. And this Batman would kill, but there was enough things that made him more like Batman. Um, Lex Luthor was becoming president. There were so many interesting political things going on here that we both found really, really fascinating. Um, and the descent of the U.S. in the comics, uh, as depicted in that comic, like there was a civil war, um, Superman was leading uh, that version of the Soviet Union. Uh, it had become like a huge global power. Most countries had willingly joined with it, not through military might, but through the strength of the argument. Um, but you were starting to see like, hey, not everything is great. It started with, uh, you find out Brainiac had shrunk Stalingrad and put it in a jar, and Lex Luthor was, like, about to drop it just to mess with Superman. Um, and there was more of the stuff where it's like, wow, you flew that far in point however many seconds, like, that great distance, blah, blah, blah. Um, the long and the short of it is, like, we both re really enjoyed it. Um, it's, it's my personal favorite of the three, and it does stuff to set up the the concluding trap chapter very very well. Um, it also more than any of the other comics show uh, shows that why what like the impact like Superman's not aware that uh, Wonder Woman in this is in love with him and he's mistreating her in the sense of not maliciously he's just either ignorant or willfully willfully ignorant of her feelings. Um, and then when she really does this huge self-sacrifice play that has a, a big effect on her, um, 
to free herself from Red Sun Batman's control, like, Superman just, in essence, doesn't care. Because he hears Pyrter was involved, and he's like, Pyrter did what? And Wonder Woman's just sitting there like, I just did all this for you. Um, it's a really, really good issue. I wish we still had the audio, but we just, we could not redo it. So, sometimes this happens. So, I hope you enjoyed this uh, roughly eight and a half minute preamble. Um, we both, yeah, no, we both really, really enjoyed it. Um, and it was, again, a great illustration on how the comic worked where the movie failed. Because uh, the movie is, is, no, it's not good. It's just, it's not good. Um Wonder Woman is... Uh, uh, there's so many things wrong with it. Uh, the comic is great. <laughs> the movie is not. Um, anyways, I hope you enjoyed this preamble as much as you can. Um, we'll try to make sure this doesn't happen again, but it really was outside of our control. It wasn't a case of anything Christian did or anything I did. Sometimes... Mistakes just happen, and sometimes they happen twice, um, or different mistakes just happen twice in a row. <laughs> All right, anyways, on to episode three, and I hope you enjoy. God bless, my friends. Christian, how you doing today? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matthew McConaughey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> on a... Uh, on a total side note, that uh, that SNL special a couple of years ago, I think it was an anniversary episode, where Jim Carrey was on Celebrity Jeopardy as Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> that was that was spot on, just just absolutely spot I never, on. I didn't even know that happened. I haven't seen it. You should uh, you should look it up. It's uh, it's quite funny. Um, all right, so today on our Into the Weeds episode. Christian, we are here. Mm. We are we are finishing uh, Superman Red Sun. We are on issue three, uh, the final chapter. Um, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> you know what I think. I, I mean, I'm I'm glad to be done. I think I think it's <laughs> you know we were saying I uh, had that enthusiasm going into the first episode, and and I think that enthusiasm got inevitably was was the downfall of of itself right like it it was its own death knell because it it, you know it's like oh i have all these notes and i'm so enthusiastic and motivated to do this and then you realize like oh my eyes were much bigger than my stomach you know a bit off more than we could chew (laughs) now it's just now dealing with it right like that early onset enthusiasm (laughs) well it's it's the tricky thing right because the way you could in the past like i've done one where a couple episodes in a day and it's just been uh okay i'm gonna do this this will be good this will be fun i can keep that enthusiasm going and then i ended up five minutes into the third episode and i'm like nope nope i don't, i don't even want to talk i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> i'm done i'm done for the day i'm scrapping this <laughs> like i'll revisit this episode in like two months when i <laughs> just by the association of the day <laughs> where it was just it was good the other two episodes turned out great so it's it's how do you do it where you keep that momentum but also <laughs> where it's not like we've spread it out so much where you're like oh man i i don't have that enthusiasm where i think with our second episode of it, we started in a similar point, but I've, 
we find it along the way, right? Because it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's this. There's this that I really liked about it that was really cool. Or just the, this is where the movie dropped the ball. And then the enthusiasm for the, the annoyance to the yeah, movie. When, I, when, I'm, when, I, when I feel righteously justified in, in my judgmental, uh, <laughs> in being judgmental, uh, it's, it's really good. It's a real good, like, ego-satisfying feeling. And it's... It's really nice. It's like a shot of heroin. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? No, um, no. Oh no. Um, it's like uh it's like uh I don't know, it's just a warm, fuzzy feeling, right? It's a warm, fuzzy lie you're telling yourself. <laughs> Your ego is being stroked. You're feeling <laughs> you're getting Ah, screw it. I I'm, can't even I'm do this. I'm literally <laughs> never going to die. Uh, <laughs> that's how I feel after, after crapping all over that movie. It, it's uh, it's Pierce in Community when he's taking like six flu shots. I'll be a living guy. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, this, uh, 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 there's a show called Epis for Family on Netflix. And it's a uh, Bill Burr. It's a cartoon. Uh, and it's sort of like Bill Bill Burr's childhood growing up in the seventies and how uh <laughs> how things were a little more lax than they are now. And uh Hold up, Bill Burr was alive in the seventies? Yeah, yeah, he's he was probably he's probably my mom's age almost. Uh, you know, no, wait, he's probably like fifty two. So I honestly thought dude was maybe forty. Yeah, no, he's I didn't think he was that yeah, old. He's he's over fifty. Huh, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I guess he was like eight, eight or nine, like 78. So I guess it's more like the eighties when he reached like self-awareness, but being a kid in the seventies must've sucked. Right. Cause yeah, he just turned 50. <laughs> so he must've been like, it must've been like 68 and he was born or something like that, like late sixties. Okay. Yeah. So he must've been eight around 75. So, you know, um, yeah, but he, there's this, uh, one part where, uh, so his dad fought in the Korean war and, He's, he's he's bragging to the family and he's looking back in the station wagon and then they almost get t-boned and he gets out of the way and he's like ah those koreans will never kill me i'm never gonna die <laughs> or like like that uh the brooklyn 99 thing where like it's the halloween heist and and terry says to captain holt he's like you know they're talking about jake and and they have like a secret bug so they can hear him. And Terry's like, Are you sure he's confident enough though, <laughs> sir? And then she just turns it on. And then Jake's like, <laughs> He's like, I'm invincible. I'm never gonna die. It's stuff like that. Like you just <laughs> nothing bad will ever happen to me. I'm the smartest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's so yeah. good. It's, uh, I think it's redeeming when you're aware of that part of yourself and you just make jokes about it, right? And everyone's like, oh, the scamp. They don't, you know, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you little scamp. You yeah, you're rap scallion. Scallion. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm a genuinely a terrible person. This is the way I deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, all right, so, Red Sun. <laughs> Red Sun. Yeah. Okay, do you want me to get this, kick this off? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, or I think I, I, the question I have before <laughs> you kick it off is, I think we've talked about it before. I know I've said issue two is my favorite. Um, did you have it? Like, did you have a favorite? And where would you put issue three in comparison to the other two? 
I like uh, issue three because because uh, well, the, a lot of the Green Lantern stuff I think is pretty cool. I just like the resolution. I like Superman getting his comeuppance. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess three would be my favorite. Man, I don't know. I I don't really have a favorite. It all, it all just cause, yeah. It all <laughs> just seems like it's just one part of big one big story, right? Yeah. No. No. That's uh. I don't. That's I don't fair. know. Yeah, it's weird to like I, cut up. Like, I like the the middle part of the movie. Yeah. Like, do you like the movie or not? Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, it was funny because I'm not sure. It's. I don't want to say it's my least favorite because that that makes it sound like hmm. it's bad, uh, and it's not. It's still really really good. There's some outstanding moments, um, and the epilogue is really yeah. interesting. And there's some cool mm-hmm. themes, but it's just two, especially as I read through it, hit me, hit me in such an interesting way. Um, and one did such great legwork. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm not trying to say it's bad. It's, it's really, really, really good. Um, I can't think of anything I don't like about it actually. So let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Right on. Um, okay. Okay. So now it's, uh, Oh, so Superman is 63. So I think it's the early 2000s, maybe like 20 or 2008, odd eight. Um, so he says that the, the world contains almost 6 billion communists. And, uh, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, everyone's everyone's in line. Now Everyone, you know, they're towing the party yeah. line. Oh, wait, yeah, here it says, uh, America is the last holdout. Almost 350 million people are starving. The country is in chaos. Uh, and uh, so apparently he says, everybody gets their eight hours sleep. Nobody goes hungry. There are no crimes committed. And it never rains unless Brainiac knows everyone has an umbrella, which is... <laughs> <laughs> like a logical like <laughs> i don't it, just, it just it doesn't make any sense really i'm trying to unpack that like i understand the point they're making like it's literally to make a point like it's not i don't think it's supposed to really make sense right because if he can like can it seems like they can just decide if it rains or not so like it's because it, it never rains only if brainiac knows that everyone has an umbrella so brainiac seems to control whether or not it rains but what like people don't just go out not the entire world doesn't go outside with an umbrella <laughs> You know, that doesn't make any sense. I I think with that, it, it's... Unless everyone like has Even a little bit of... Unless, like, he knows, unless he's made sure that everyone has well, brought their umbrella to work or outside. <laughs> like, is, that what, is that what they're saying? See, w- with the metaphorical thing, I think it's like, it's that desire for yeah. utopia and how much control yes. is there. Where it's like, well, we're not going to have anybody get wet and have that ruin their day. We're going to provide them the perfect happy day oh so i guess like it doesn't ever rain no one is ever not everyone there's no instance wherein everyone has like if there's a rainy day if there's a rainy day that's not gonna that's not gonna give you a bad day yeah not gonna get wet and then yeah okay see i thought what you were saying was that's sort of saying like for like there's no instance wherein everybody on earth is going to have their umbrella so it isn't ever going to rain there are no rainy days oh Oh, I didn't even think about it. Like I was thinking the 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 metaphorical oh, you rainy think day, like brainiac, <laughs> not the actual physical <laughs> rainy day. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, 
I'm sure it's got to rain at some point. Plants need water. Apparently they don't. I don't know, dude. Does it rain? It (laughs) rains every night when everyone's asleep. Chris, I don't know. I don't understand this world. This is what I'm saying. They're giving us a brief, you know, look, but I assume there's rules that we're not being told that have to be followed. I'm assuming Um, so. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking through some of the panels here, and there's some really interesting ones. You're getting the super soldiers that are made out to look like Batman. Uh, in his classic Batman what? costume, and yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, no, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, ooh, yeah, there's servants. Uh, and his, then, he has his the key to the Fortress of Solitude is huge. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. bigger than like all these <laughs> old growth carnivorous trees and stuff. Like it's 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 <laughs> like it could fill the width of a lake or something. <laughs> Which is like the, I. Th- think that's even the nod to the golden age i'm not 100 percent sure but i feel like it is just because what's been really cool with this is through the elseworlds thing also just the little nods you get to standard universe superman yeah. or even golden age superman or silver age whatever I just thought that was so cool um, like, no one else was that strong right like, he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. a normal lock and key like because you wouldn't think the force of the solitude is something where you, you stick a key in a lock and you turn it and it'll open it's like that's insane but it is it's only that the key is gigantic the key is like 10 <laughs> to 12 stories tall or something <laughs> but no, um well even with the start even with the references mm-hmm. just like down below the part where it's uh where they're saying like he asked what about america and it's like still a war zone and they're showing the preview of the car crashing and then the three people holding it up that's a reference to i think one of if not the first superman cover where he's like holding up the car saving the saving the woman yeah because even the animation there i mean the art style there is very simplistic it's very yeah it's it's notably different um so it's i as much as I like the deeper themes in this, I I love the little sprinklings of stuff like that where it's like, ooh, neato. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how, how much older Superman has gotten. Like he genuinely seems to look yeah. his age, which is strange to me. Uh, <laughs> it's the uh, it's the Obama thing where he started office looking young and energized, and left the office looking drained and the entire weight of the world on his shoulders yeah he's probably physically aged like 15 years but his like like just to look like visibly it's like he's right on target uh so yeah he um the shot of him like playing chess is interesting like that one i just love that shot that evil looking face there yeah Yeah, it's very intense but i wanted to say um yeah so there's this line that he has here um at the end of the one of the first panels where he, he was like, almost six billion citizens and hardly anyone complained, even in private. And he's just sort of, he's like above the earth, just watching it with his arms crossed. Yeah. What a villain. Well, and that's the, it's, it's, yeah, it's been a gradual mm. thing though. Like, and that's, that's what I've liked. He didn't, uh, not the harp on the mm. movie again, but mm. that, I'm gonna, it's. He got to this point through good yep. intentions. He got to this point because he won the argument and people started to ask mm-hmm. for these things. And it's through like his desire to create the perfect world that he's the iron is he's created this terrible world where even though he's given the people everything they could possibly want, there's like no passion 
there's no <laughs> there's there's like no desire there's i mean even in yeah. private nobody's complaining about things and that that's a that's a terrifying yeah it thing. seems like they're that's like not even human it's an iron it's like the unintentional iron yes yeah, yeah remember i don't know if i mentioned this on the podcast or if it was something that i just said to you while we were talking before or after but um remember i, I think it was i can't even remember what it's from but it, it was somebody who was talking about an acting class they had taken and the teacher had said that it, like if you're if you're playing a, a villain like if you're playing someone evil right. in history like hitler or mussolini or or um a really good example would be the, the stalin that'd be an excellent example mm-hmm. you, you don't play them as an evil villain because do you think that any of them saw themselves as an evil caricature they they all of them all of them saw themselves as a man who was trying to solve a problem right and that's what superman's doing like he, he has good intentions yeah. and he's trying to solve a problem yep and but he's he hasn't quite learned yet hmm. and oh man i can't i can't wait till we get there but i'm jumping ahead um so yeah he the, it ends with that i think the superman portion yeah because then the next shot is uh, is lex being elected president yeah. now looking a bit more like the lex that we know yeah he has no hair he is bald and it, what's interesting <laughs> is that he's having like this is one of those parades they have in in like manhattan like you know the parades you'd see uh like you know when world war ii ended or stuff like that you know, you, they used yeah. to have a lot more parades and which is for just stuff <laughs> that we don't have parades for anymore but now it's just macy days and that's yeah, about it like right that, you know, <laughs> yeah and, and so they yeah it's one of those and then you can see uh, uh lois lane oh and the santa claus yeah uh, yeah you can you and you can see lois lane and she's like looking away like and she's I don't know, unhappy with this development? What, I don't understand what this woman wants, and I don't understand what she would have wanted. Like, okay, so you don't want Luther to be president? You want America to fall? Are you mad that it's taken? Like, I don't understand her. <laughs> you made your own choice, lady. <laughs> Jeez. So, I, I, my take out of that, oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> my take out of that is just, uh, like... As the issue goes, though, I she is about Lois Christian. <laughs> <laughs> like, <clears throat> as the issue goes, even though America is starting to do better through Lex, you also find out like she she was driven for her career. He's he's oh, taken yeah, that I forgot away. that does happen in like two panels. Like you find out he took away the yeah. planet. There's other newspaper. There's other newspapers, but he took away her job, mm. her yeah. drive, and then so the other thing, the thing that would occupy that distance um, <sighs> while she still loves him, that's been taken away. So now she's just there. She's there. He's still doing yeah. his thing. She doesn't have the other thing she yeah. was doing. Uh, there's the very good scene where her sister is berating her, and is she's like, "Is her sister?" This one where is that it? Uh, where uh, it's the sorry, uh, your display picture, your background display picture is covering up what you're 
Yes, yes, that is. Oh, wait, I can't see you at all. Okay, this is clearly not working. But I did see her. It, yeah, it's the woman in the office yeah. talking to her. Um, that's her sister. Like that, that I found was an interesting, almost poignant scene because she's like, "You should be thankful. Uh, look at all the good he's done." And she's like, "You don't think he's as bad? Like he's covering it up, but he's he's just as bad." Or uh, the line is like, Superman might be a nut with the Messiah complex, but don't you think we're in danger of just replacing one demagogue with another? Yeah, well, when you have literally only two choices and they're both demagogues, I think I'd go for Lex over <laughs> Superman any day. It's so funny. That, I think that's the ultimate sign of privilege, where you act like you have a third option. <laughs> Where's this third option? I understand. I mean, like... You know, it, <laughs> okay, I think we're getting into a different area. <laughs> I was going to say, we're about to really get into the weeds because it's like, go and spoil your ballot, vote third party, vote anyways. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, it, to me, it was like, it, it, was anal- it was analogous to the, the Biden-Trump thing where, you know, you have, and, you know, I just thought about people who, who yeah, who are like, oh, I'm not voting for Biden and it's like it, you know, obviously, like they're not saying that they're going to vote for Trump, but they're they're not voting at all. And I'm thinking, this isn't political anymore. This is about literally the survival of a democracy. Of of, you know, and it doesn't matter. Biden is the same sort of neoliberal shill that we've seen for the past twenty years from the Democratic Party. All that matters is that he is not Donald Trump. <laughs> That's all that matters. And it, I don't care if they were running Kane against Trump. Like, if all you had were two Republicans. <laughs> I, I, no, not Kane, the wrestling Kane. <laughs> no, uh, Senator Kane. Uh, he, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, no. Well, so Kane, the wrestling, the wrestling Has political Kane, aspirations. Glenn yeah. Jacobs. No, he's a mayor. He's a mayor of a county. He is, he is, uh, I believe he's, um, what's that? Oh, oh that was. Luna thinks I was knocking. I was knocking the table. Sorry. Uh, uh, libertarian. He leans libertarian. And he's done a number of very interesting... I am so sorry. Uh, he's done a... Ne- <laughs> he's done a, a number of political talks that are quite interesting. So, yeah, no, that dude's in politics. So I would have been like, oh, wow, really? Like, you've looked into that? I didn't yeah. know you knew. Um, no. Nope. It's like, homie could possibly. I, yeah, he um, could. I think I think we know the the clear choice to defeat Donald Trump and get us out of this political mess in the United States is Dwayne the Rock. Yeah, Johnson. he would definitely be a good candidate. <laughs> I, I, that's a lot of people are espousing that. It's very odd. He's he is just as good a just as qualified a candidate seemingly as some oh, of the others. So yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's so. But yeah, in that instance where she's like, "Aren't we just replacing one with another?" Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the life. This is the world you're living in, lady. <laughs> Get with the show, Graham. But he, uh, so yeah, no, I didn't. I, I totally forgot about that. That he sort of he managed. She even said, just like, oh, he managed to save like every other every other business here, but um, he couldn't save the one I worked for. And then she said that it's because like, essentially, it gives her purpose and that she loved the job and and the planet as much or if not more than him, and he couldn't stand that. And that yeah, that uh, kind of makes sense, I guess. Uh. I don't care. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but here's not every story is going to yeah, appeal to everybody. He, this is interesting because they give a little like rundown of his presidency, like what, what he started doing, like immediately, and, and so it says, 
President Luther ceased trading with the rest of the world in January 2001 and created a strict internal market where he had absolute control over every dollar bill. That is, that is not capitalism. And, 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 and this is literally how he rebuilt the country from the ground up. Weird, right? Someone's like, someone's yeah. like, you know, <laughs> someone might need to take control of these things. And who would you rather have, Donald Trump or <laughs> anybody else? <Gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I've been thinking about it lately. I'm like, FDR, need another FDR, 100. That man, like, you want to talk about a greatness? You want to talk about a character and principles and, and a sense of duty and and and. We're talking Ronald no, Reagan, man. right? No, I mean, if you want to talk about the an- sorry, antithesis but... of all those things, yes. We were talking about Ronald Reagan, but uh, no, man, FDR, Teddy or or, um, or uh, Franklin, either either one, man, either Roosevelt's, both, I think, the two best presidents in the history of the United States, two of the best world leaders who have ever been born, who have ever existed, too. These guys are the equivalent to political saints, dude. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to have to look into the I I admittedly don't know that oh, much dude, about them. They, uh and I don't know much about Reagan. I just I know he is either loved or not so loved. Uh not to the point of like Nixon. Uh cuz Nixon Nixon does have some uh, fans is the wrong term, but I can't think yeah. of the right term. So Nixon does have a pocket of uh, supporters. Um Reagan uh, through people I've talked to and just seeing online, it's I uh, there are a number of people who really, really like what he did or others who really, really don't. And he seems to be more of a dividing yeah. one, uh, even less so than like Bush. Bush even right now, may, maybe because of Trump, but Bush even right now has gotten to a point where people are looking back on some of this stuff much less harshly than they were before. Well, he is a war uh, criminal. Comparatively. So like to, so. I'd just like to throw that out there. He is a war criminal. He committed war crimes. He war profiteering. Uh you know, they fabricated evidence so they could start an international conflict with a country that had nothing to do. Yeah, so it's, and also, the, you know, you see the... But he dodged a shoe on yeah, my it was a TV. Good dodge. So that, that, <laughs> that Too that bad results. Iraq could <laughs> dodge millions and millions of tons of explosives. <laughs> but uh, continuing. Yeah, that's fair. No, I, that's fair. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, it's <laughs> Back to Superman. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, you need Superman for sure. He, it, It's... Uh, yeah, the, the thing you just came out where they, they showed the FBI had direct knowledge of, of um, Saudi nationals who were funding the, like they, the, the, the FBI just let them do it, essentially. Yeah. Oh, wait. Do uh, what? Fund these terrorists and, and house them and train them and stuff. Like and oh, on U.S. soil, just okay. stuff like that, like basically provide them the means to carry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, man, we, we need an ally in the Middle East. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very Will Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. No, the world is a terrible, awful place. So, continuing. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So FDR Luther. Ooh, man, FDR. <laughs> yeah, he had the second Bill of Rights that he was he was going to start working on before uh, he died, and it was basically like the right to shelter, the right to the right to free education, the right to free healthcare, stuff like that, right? But uh, he's the reason oh, that America has Social Security. He's the reason they have Medicare. He's the reason old people can live in that country, period. <laughs> yeah. He's he's the American Tommy yes. Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a damn shame that he, uh, all that energy got wasted on World War Two. <laughs> Imagine what he could have done oh, if, it, if there wasn't a conflict like that. <laughs> wow, dude. Okay, so we need. Yeah, that's what we need to do. Yeah, the World War Two podcast. So, okay, he's controlling the economy, <laughs> and apparently they found a way to 
to basically like they're they're using what are they using? Are they using the Green Lantern technology to like take the Air Force One into like another dimension to hide? I think so. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I was still back on the panel where he they were describing what he's done and how like through his strengths he's uh, he's gotten uh, oh. the other the states that had seceded. Yeah, had that returned. is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I said so. So he said. Um, so yeah, by February he had okay. So the last thing he said he took control of every dollar bill, and by February he had doubled the standard of living for every American citizen, and he doubled it again in March. April saw a swift return to full employment. By May, he had eradicated homelessness in the 34 states still under White House control after the bitter civil war of 1986. Fascinating. I would love a whole whole like history book on that fictional. Yeah, yeah. that'd be amazing. That'd be, yeah. June 1st yeah. marked the return of the prodigal, of the 16 prodigal states, I saw the seceded states. Um by the middle of his first year in office, America had a vibrant economy, a happy population, and a president with an unprecedented approval rating of 100%. But he wasn't doing this for the people. Lex Luthor couldn't stand the people like everything else in his miserable life. This is just the first stage <laughs> in a master plan to finally eliminate me. So uh, Superman, he doesn't dispute the facts, but where it gets subjective, he becomes quite, quite biased. He... <laughs> <Biased>. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody does, but uh, oh, there's room for my ego here. I'm just gonna throw the whole the whole thing in there. <laughs> um, I also did find the uh, maybe maybe it's the 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 slight little national part, but Lois's sister is like very possibly darling. But at least Lex Luthor is a demagogue who speaks English. That was <laughs> like, so unnecessarily just that kind of thing. <laughs> I know, where, but it's just like, oh, yeah, no, that that ties in. That's where it's like people are like, well, yeah, this, but at least they're this. Yeah. Right. Like you could you could take that and replace it with that where I'm like, again, it's hitting on those real world sentiments, real world uh, attitudes yeah. and all that. But in that interesting way where they're not they show her they show the sister in not even uh, like not no. a good light, but not a not a I wouldn't say a bad light because she's she's in her even though she's like going at um, Lois. It's like people were doing this, like people were killing each other just for food. Look at what he's yeah. done where it's like, OK, it's that passionate place where everybody's scared. Everybody's <laughs> they've been through this thing. So, of course, like it doesn't excuse it. But it's like, okay, they, they still make it so it's understandable. It's not just like, hey, here's this utopia, but now you're still a bigot. <laughs> like that kind of thing. It's yeah. this other superpower that has like spun everything out of control that sent us into the spiral. Like there's going to be some resentment. I there. just, not to yeah, excuse I, it, I, but. I think- I think yeah, it just says more about her. Like, like there's so many. Like we talked about it. Like there's so many other things that he has, like that. So like if you compare them, regardless of the language they're speaking or the countries they come from, <laughs> just their behaviors and what they've done with it. Like I mean, I I could definitely see siding with Lex, um, and I wouldn't need yeah. um, the fact that he speaks English and Superman doesn't as a reason to do so. So no, all she absolutely. did was show how incredibly ignorant she is. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, but hmm. what's interesting, and I know I, I but can't no, resist, dude, but you, you made a good point thing. because I mean, it's really easy to look at her and be like, "Wow, she's berating her sister for losing one of the only things she ever loved, the thing that gave her life purpose." She's just yelling at her and trying to make her feel like worse for it somehow for being the victim, and and that was my first judgment. The manner in which you said it, you were like, or you viewed it, you know, that that was something that I, I that didn't occur to me, but it made a lot of sense. Oh well, thank you. Um, I was just going to say, just because as you were talking about Lex, like we're seeing our two methods here. Uh, but what's what I find ultimately interesting, and we'll get to it when we get there, is neither are successful. What are you talking about? So in this, Superman's quest to make yeah. a utopia, like it's now clear oppression. Yeah. Uh, Lex creates a utopia, and then we get to the epilogue of the book. Where they're because everybody's had yeah. everything. It's just now there's no desire. Now the only thing left to do is okay. die. Well, I mean, if we're gonna get there, I mean, I, Chris, I, I, I'm I, I'm not trying to jump. Ahead. I, I, I really wasn't. I, I really wasn't trying. It was just like it hit. So I'm like, I gotta mention because it. That, yeah, um, but like the difference is, like, what? Yeah, but they were. They're... Oh no, I'm not saying Lexus wasn't yeah, better. Okay, but it was. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that. It was just the interesting thing, though. Of even though Lexus is clearly better and less. One day the sun will will burn out. The the outcome ended up being the like being similar. Like it wasn't. They they both were mm-hmm. utopias. One was an but actual one. People weren't complaining. Uh, people were complaining because they didn't weren't complaining because uh, debatably of. The oppression. I would have liked more of that if they could have dived into that, like what the citizens yeah. were feeling in yeah. this at the time, because they they've hinted at it uh, throughout the second one, where it's like people are genu- genuinely and generally happy, but there's some mm-hmm. that aren't. But so far in this, and I think for most of the issue, all we have to go on is the like just Superman's yeah. point of view, because now we're like we got to get the wrap up. Uh, so I would have liked to see a little bit more of that with Lex's though we do get more time to digest and they just went through this terrible experience so of course they're going to be overjoyous but then it still gets to the point of complacency like Superman in issue 2 as things were going really well and it hasn't gotten to the oppressive level that it has now he's like people are taking off their seatbelts they're not they're not trying to save themselves they're not trying to be safe they're getting reckless responsibility and then in this, as this goes, we see like this takes the long way around yeah. to get there, but it gets to a similar spot of they're complacent. They're ignoring everything in front of them, saying they're about okay, to die. But I just, and they're just you, like, you nope. are sort of glossing over the fact that like a little longer to get there is literally billions of years or something like the lifetime. I'm not of trying to gloss over. I'm not, <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to gloss over. I'm just stating like it ends up that spot. Okay. Technically that's true. all I'm that saying. That's technically true. Yes. <laughs> that's not technically true. That is actually, that's what that is, happens. That is technically, yes, what happens. But <laughs> did you stop saying technically? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a technicality. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a definite. Okay. All right. Whatever, dude. It's all good. <laughs> no, but I, I, I do get what it, it, like, there's a lot. Yeah, Lexus was the better yeah. way. I, I feel like that's what you yes. want me to say. <laughs> Capitulate and then we can move on. <laughs> it's a club. No. Being with you must be awesome. <laughs> 
definitely like that is something I've literally said to him. I'm like, capitulate now, do it, capitulate. <laughs> it's a joke, right? Now you're not like serious, but yeah, yeah. Well, I do uh, want that to I'm happen. Just picturing, <laughs> oh, picturing Dwight yes. in the office where he's just like so, yes. saying to Michael, do it, do it, come it, on, now. say it, yeah. say it, do it, do it now, say it, say it now. I love how it works on Andy. Andy's just like, okay, all right. <laughs> poor, poor simple man <laughs> oh Andy um, like when you're more gullible not gullible but just like just bullyable than Michael Scott he, he, he couldn't handle he the couldn't pressure handle it, dude. he broke so <laughs> quick <laughs> oh poor I like, Andy <laughs> I like, the, I like so, that um, like uh, Gina on Brooklyn Nine-Nine where they, she breaks the, the diet <laughs> she's like I folded oh, so yeah. quickly <laughs> <laughs> didn't care i love it that'd be me i'd be like as soon as i decided to break it i would have no shame about it i'd be like yeah yeah i did and i'm enjoying this <laughs> you broke me are you happy this is, you did this <laughs> it's like why'd you give up that diet because i could get steak, <laughs> steak? <laughs> it's like well i could go to the keg and get i don't know mm-hmm. this or i could get mm-hmm. steak yeah <laughs> I went with steak. <laughs> Does, anytime I've done a, a, a diet or a cleanse or whatever, I've done like one full one. And then afterwards, it's, um, it wasn't Jill because Jill's not like, oh, we're going to get you off of meat. She's not trying to do that or anything. Um, but someone else was like, oh, so are you going to cut out meat? I'm like, no, I'll just lessen how much I eat and improve the other ways I eat yeah. instead. But that's not. No, that was my end game. Here. I think the hardest <laughs> What gave you that the, impression? Yeah, the hardest, dude. Like, the, I think like the hardest, the hardest part about about losing weight is is probably the hunger, man. I think like it's easy to be like, okay, this is how many calories I've gotten today. I can't eat anymore, or like I know, you know, and I have to move this much today. These are the two things you got to keep track of. But it does suck, man. Like, I being hungry is the worst. <laughs> well, it's, uh, some of it is also like legit boredom. Yes, <laughs> it's just like. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, it's like, oh, watch this. Oh, man. I want to have a I, snack. You, I want to have a snack because that's part yeah. of the experience. It's comfortable. It's like going to a movie theater and deciding not mm-hmm. to get popcorn if you haven't brought something yeah. with you. <laughs> and there's certain movies where you'll go and see it where you're like, okay, this is going to be a big emotional movie or whatever. Not like a not like a, a, a drama but or, or a romantic comedy or a romantic drama. But I don't know. Say like friggin' Schindler's List got re-released in theaters. That is not a grab a bag of popcorn and pop kind of movie. Um, Whereas Avengers Endgame, where even though there's emotion, you're like, this is spectacle, I am in. Or Fast and the Furious, I'm like, give me the biggest bag of popcorn. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm trying to think of the solution. I could see that. I could see, like, if you're trying to lose weight and you've gotten used to, like, a certain caloric, caloric intake throughout the day, I could, that would be hell trying to, to like, because it would be months every day of like just not doing so many things well, you want to do and feeling bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's how, it's like Christian Bale. That guy is like awesome but nuts where he will the go apple from a day for, like yeah. an apple a day to gaining so much muscle mass for yeah. Superman or something like that where it's like, yeah, I had to up my calorie intake to like three thousand, like twelve thousand a day, or whatever yeah. the heck it is, like something really huge and ridiculous. Um, and then go to all right, my next role is I'm the thinnest, 
thing the machinist, in the yeah. film. Like <laughs> you have to see, or um, was it the not the fighter? Or was it the fighter? Oh yeah, the fighter. Um, the the boxing movie with Mark Wahlberg. He plays his brother, who's a who's a drug <laughs> addict, and he's like stickly mm-hmm. thin. Um, and he had just come off another movie, not where he had to be stickly thin, but or like big and beefy like Batman, but still, it was like a a size yeah. change. You're just like, oh man, that, like what that guy does to his body. Yeah, I wonder. Um, it's like you kind of like. I, I think there's this aspect of, and I, th- I think there's ways where you can literally change who you are, right? Like I think it takes like a lot of work, but if if you like, it, I feel like in that instance, that's something wherein you would have to convince yourself or train yourself to to get like the yeah you, you, you get a dopamine hit from things that you do and it gives you motivation to keep doing those things and that's how people get addicted to like social media and stuff like that or food and yeah or like and, yeah yep. and i think it's this it, it, you can do that with suffering <laughs> and i think there's a way and you know because if you read like there's whole like uh, what's it not eckhart there's old irish um saints and like old irish um like they they're they're basically philosophers right and like the the ninth and right. like 12th centuries and stuff like that like between those in those years like medieval years and stuff and they're they were people who they were they were catholic philosophers and they lived there's this one guy who just lived in dirt basically like he just he had nothing like he he barely lived his whole life essentially you know and right right it's just fascinating uh the man like the way these people could can can change like form their own i don't know man they, they create who they are <laughs> you know they create themselves i just thought of uh i can't remember the character's name but uh, Tropic Thunder, which oh, I not one I I fully recommend. Gets it gets very raunchy. Uh, there is some very funny stuff in it. But Downey Jr. watched it recently. Per- Downey Jr.'s performance is outstanding in it. Then also yeah. when his <laughs> when he talks about his character, he's like, "I don't break ter- character until after the DVD commentary." <laughs> so it's like maybe it's that. Maybe it's it's like okay, from the moment I'm cast till the end of this, I am this person, <laughs> and this is what this person has to do. Yeah. So. Like they literally, or not, not full on, but you get what I mean. Where it's like they transform themselves into that person. Where you're yeah. like, it's just it's fascinating and scary at the same time. It's weird. I think I wonder if it's like if if you're constantly pushing yourself to do something you don't do, right, or things that you don't do, and you push yourself and you actually get into a point where it becomes a habit. I wonder if that in and of itself can be a habit. Of, of pushing yourself into new habits yeah. or, or curtailing old ones or things like that. I wonder if that's a skill that you can develop and that's something that you can get good at. That, that'd be interesting. And, and I wonder if that's something that, 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 that he's doing where he's just like, this is my life. This is what, this is literally who I am. Like I, it doesn't matter if I'm starving every day for a month right. and a half. Like that doesn't like, that doesn't matter that like, that's just a feeling like a feeling is just something that I'm ex- like, that's happening to me or something. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's an ancillary effect on like i don't know man it's it's so interesting it's something i'm just like i can never be that person but i understand it i think i think i do even even possibly just that little bit of there's people who are so goal goal oriented who's like i need that next challenge i need that next thing like they can't not have that that thing in front of them they can't have that next challenge so it 
could even be that where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. my next challenge is I got to drop from 300 pounds of muscle to a hundred pounds of nothing. Or then <laughs> I got to go to 250 pounds of unhealthy weight. Like he did mm-hmm. for the Dick Cheney movie mm-hmm. um, that he was in, which was really interesting. Um, that was, that was surprisingly a, a really interesting movie. Um, and his performance was great, but and just that kind of thing where it could just be like, he's very, maybe, I, I, I don't know the man. I'd love to sit down and talk with him. Me um, too. <laughs> I'd actually love to sit down and talk to him, but just that idea of having that goal, that challenge, like also with him as him as an artist, he seems to like to get in that headspace of this isn't me, but how could I like, how would this person be if they were a real person? How would they occupy this space and not even just like, well, this is my take on that. It's they're trying to find that character and then breathe that life in life into them. Yeah. It's, well, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. That is a man with a sense of duty, right? Like it's a man who, yeah, that's character where he, yeah, dude, it's, it's, and it's interesting because like things like that, they would literally take up your, the entirety of your day for days, right? Like, like yeah. that, that's the focus of your life to, to become somebody else. Yeah. And, um, so there's, it doesn't leave any room for Namby Pamby messing around or, or anything like that. Like, it's like you said, like, it's like gold to gold to gold. Yeah. to gold. And I want to, man, I think that's really helpful. And, and that's something that's really starting to hit home lately, like with the moving stuff, right. With like, you've got to keep moving people who are active in their young, they stay active and they remain active till they're, they're older. But if you stop moving, your body will curl up, right? <laughs> it'll, just, it'll just fall apart, and and I think it's the same thing with goals. Yeah. Okay. So Superman. <laughs> I was Why like, we got together for some reason. <laughs> uh, oh, so to answer your question, I think hmm. they used the. Uh, I'm not sure if they used the. No, no, no. They didn't use the lantern. They don't explain it, um, but he just figures out how to get into the Phantom Zone. Okay. Oh we, man, we need to like talk. We need to get this done so we can talk about Doom. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait. Doom. What? Doom. Doctor Doom. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Sorry. I. The, you could. I was like. Anyway. <laughs> video game. What the, are we, the video what game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's been something called Justice League Doom. Maybe. Um. I don't know. Anyways. Let's carry on. Okay. So we have- <laughs> Hal Jordan making his debut as in one of the new Green Lanterns, and 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 he and apparently they have like it's essentially like an air force, like they have a whole yeah. force of them, which is cool. I like that, but I do like their um their outfit because they look like a pilot. Yeah, they're just flying around. <laughs> it's really really cool. I I really like that. I'm like that should I almost feel like that should just be his costume or something like some pilot esque. I uh, I'll disagree, but I like I like it there. Um, yeah, you're just gonna disagree with me. I bet you have really good reasons too, Chris. Uh, I, I prefer the other costume. That's <laughs> a terrible reason. <laughs> it was clearly it's personal. Subjective art. <laughs> you have a vendetta against me. <laughs> this is subjective art. I don't know what you want. Out of me. I don't. I don't understand what you're saying right now. I don't even. <laughs> those words don't. I can't combine them to make sense. Um, subjective art. Oh, Chris. I saw, dude. Let me show you. Let me show you this. Let me show you this. Uh, oh, come on, man! It's <laughs> it's it was it was my lock screen, but I have like yeah. a bunch of notifications, so I couldn't uh, <laughs> couldn't show it to you properly. But it's cool, man. It's this bench 
Wait, can you see that? Uh, no, because the background display it... picture what? Oh, is all-encompassing okay. around you. Really? Move oh. slightly, and then I won't see anything. Do I still have the cats? It's still yep. the cats? Oh, Chris. <laughs> oh, I'm so, it's this whole time. I'm like, it's it's just blur. Like, it's not a big deal, Chris. Oh, yeah, no. When it was blur, it was fine. <laughs> You'd move, and then it would cover the microphone. Um, no, I can't see that. I see me. <laughs> Why? It's take like a, a Take a screenshot and text it to me later. Okay, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna share it with you. All right, share it with you in the WhatsApp. Okay, so it's a picture. I'll check it after. Of, <laughs> okay, it's it's a picture of a bench. It's just a park bench. It's underneath a tree. It's about dusk, so the lighting. Okay. You know, you can imagine the lighting. Um, but the whole bench is neon red, like it's just lit up from the inside neon huh. red. This is the first piece of art I have seen that has given me an emotional reaction. Like, I, it made me understand what art, the reason for art. Like, essentially, I felt like, remember that episode of Parks and Rec where Tom gets that abstract art piece? Yeah. And he's, like, in love with the shapes, but he doesn't understand why? That was the yeah. exact same thing that happened to me. I'm like, <laughs> I think I have an emotional reaction. That, you didn't get that reaction from a banana duct tape to a wall? <laughs> I'm afraid not, no. <laughs> um. All right, so then we get like the the bit of Hal Jordan here is interesting because it's also mm. the departure from main Hal Jordan who he was like he was a prisoner of war that <laughs> was what got him through the torture sh- sessions the waterboarding and all that was just what he was going to do to his captors um and then he did <laughs> like he he made the football stadium and then he like trapped people in seemingly was killing them so wait wait so the comic is saying that he actually did that instead of just doing it in his mind um i'm actually not sure maybe it is just in his mind but it there's room there's room to doubt i don't know um yeah wait yeah oh okay yeah so yeah it says here like it's all in his mind like he he was able to so literally every day like instead of oh yes right yeah so every every shovel into the ground, every time I put a shovel, like everything, like he imagined yeah. the whole thing. And yeah. I think it would be cool if he got the ring after that came back. <laughs> Just, oh but I guess it's like 30 years later, right? So no one's going to be there. But it, oh man, that would be neat. It'd be neat to have him like, to show that as his origins. And then somehow the ring just falls into his cage. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'd actually be really curious because... The ring, it was later that they added the ring was uh, powered by Will. And that was just such a good addition. But was it supposed we, to be Virtue as well? Uh, no, no, that's one of the other, that's one of the other rings. Um, oh. Okay. Oh, wait, no, wait, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Honesty and willpower. Oh, right, yes. yeah, honesty and willpower. Yeah. So I imagine, like, this Hal, if, if they applied, like, regular ring, continuity it might be it'd probably be like the red ring like the one about rage um, or something mm. like that but adding the emotional uh spectrum stuff to the rings in comics was stroke of genius because otherwise before it was just well yellow one does green for no discernible reason <laughs> adding actually like fear undoing will you're like oh that makes sense that that what took you so long to add that yeah uh, but before you colors, did, <laughs> but beforehand you did get like uh, <laughs> it's, it's uh, I so badly want it to get on the big screen. I uh, like whoever's running DC, 
on the movie front. I doubt you're hearing this, but please do it. Please. There was a panel where the squirrel Green Lantern got killed by a school bus and it couldn't get away because the school bus was yellow. Like that'd be amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh, just, that is so funny. That's just put perfect. it on the put it on the big screen. Have him be battling like the yellow lantern shows up, and then what does he do? He makes a school bus to chase down the squirrel. That's so it'd, good. It'd be amazing. All right, back oh, to man. this. No, that that's a really that's funny, man. Oh man, I'd love it. Um, oh, oh, you know, I, I, okay. Here's a, here's a good joke that I came up with uh, last night. Hey, hey really good sense of humor. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, um, you know, um, that song by Randy Newman, um. Uh, the good old good old boys or whatever. Uh, not off the top of my head. Where, where he, he, it's based. It's satire, right? Where he's talking. Okay. He's speaking from the point of view of of uh, like a southern white racist, like a good old oh. boy. And the 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 tagline in the song is keeping them, you know, n words down. Oh my and gosh! He, a lot of people in the south, they just didn't get it. They thought he was just being sincere, right? Um. And I don't know if you've noticed uh, on the internet where a lot of people are saying that Karen is akin to saying the end. Uh, right? And yeah, so no, it's I, not. <laughs> I walked into the kitchen last night and I'm like, <laughs> keeping them Karens down. <laughs> and to Monica, and she's like, she's like, that is a really good joke. I'm like, I know. <laughs> oh man. All right, I, I just can't resist the urge to bite on this, and then we really got to focus on Superman. Yeah, we really got to focus. This, see, this is what I'm saying, dude. I'd rather just, we should have just done a derailed where we just talked <laughs> <laughs> um, So I, I saw an interaction where someone was trying to argue, like, the, the Karen thing is akin to saying this. It's like, hey, you want to know how it's not? Hmm. You'll say Karen. You won't yeah. say the other word. That's, <laughs> <laughs> and if yeah, you won't so say was... the other word, then it's not on that level. <laughs> yeah, it's, John Mulaney, it's a John Mulaney bit. And it's <laughs> right, uh, I yeah, would yeah. Recommend everybody watch all of his specials because John Mulaney is he is Seinfeld level PG, like PG level fun. Well, for the most part, there, there's that one where he, <laughs> the drug addict prostitute passes him on the street and says something very, uh, <laughs> very, uh, what is it, blue? <laughs> Let's just say that. Well, also, uh, a drug addict prostitute, I don't know how much of a PG premise that is, but you know. <laughs> I suppose you make a good point. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, now it's Lois at uh, Paradise Paradise Island trying to get um, Wonder Woman on America's side. So that's kind of interesting. Although it's it's it is, but it isn't. It's it's the part of the story where I'm like, I get what you're doing. but it's not the culmination of either of these two, either of these two characters. So we got we got the end of Wonder Wo- not the end end, but we got Wonder Woman where she would be here in the last story. Um, so now it's just kind of like okay, we're adding her to her number, like yeah. the number of America against Superman. But in w- it, when I read it all in one sitting or over like two days, this was much more emotion. This was much more like oh cool. Um, Whereas now it's like, all right, nope, it's here. It's cool. It's it's all right. I just don't have much more to add to it. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Do you have stuff? <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. I mean, it's interesting where she she sort of falls into the same archetype as her mom, given what happened between her and, and Superman. Right. 
and uh it's uh yeah it's interesting it's and, and i could see like maybe you know definitely there's a lot of feminists who would not appreciate this and i can see why um, wait uh ow just curious oh just because uh you know because he's a man he spurned her and not not necessarily like her advances in that way but like in one way or another right oh, like he gotcha. sort of did and so she's defined her apparent you know the rest of her life is now defined by by her rage against him or or her disappointment in him or she her she is a character is defined by him huh yeah she is a reaction to him that's that's right. her whole existence now her personality her yeah um which is ironic because I think there's a lot of people for whom the, the things that they dislike or the things that they stand against literally that becomes their identity. They're defined yeah. by that which they feel they are oppressed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, or uh, it's it's interesting. Um, but yeah, no. Get, so she what? I guess the interesting the interesting thing as well. Now that I'm just like pausing to reread because I was totally ready to breeze through. Yeah, um, me too. This section is. Yeah. Like, with that as well, I mean, you could look, like, it could have been, uh, the, like, the love blinded her and all that. But also, mm. she was very much on his side. Um, but then she saw how indisposable, in a way, he viewed her. Yeah. Um, and then it's also, so she, that spurn was there. Mm-hmm. But then it's now she's also seeing who he's become and who everybody else in the world through other means is because she even like, she's even looking at Lex in a bad way, but she ultimately agrees to help him uh, over Superman because Superman's worse. Um, But it's still that interesting thing of like that holdout, right? Where she had him. So it was like, Nope, the world isn't as bad. Like men aren't as bad as my mother said and all that. So it could be that angle. It absolutely could, but it's also like, the experience, maybe it's not directly him, but the experience she had informed. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting because it seems like her whole view on like, like feminism, which I guess it technically isn't feminism because it just it seems to be their culture because they're a fictional place and people, um, <laughs> is is defined by their relation to men, right? Or or whatever actions men have taken that affected them or didn't, or you know things like that. It's it's really, um, or the well. Like, again, the the thing I appreciate about the Wonder Woman movie Mm -hmm. is how they, 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 it was a similar attitude, but it wasn't specifically, like, specifically men, like men, men, mankind. Mm -hmm. And it was that kind of view, like that kind of view where even when they explored uh, women at the time, it was like, no, you're all like men are in, in control. So they are the most to blame. Mm. Um, the men in power, but not like every single solitary man. Um, and then also looking at some of the women as complacent or not standing up or anything like that. It's really interesting stuff Mm. when done well. Um, that is this. (laughs) No, I mean, straight white males take, but (laughs) again, like I just, I think I don't, I don't know what anyone's going to think really, but I, I can definitely see, People having, you know, uh, people of a certain ideology having, maybe having taken issue with with uh, the manner in which her her character is sort of, um, yeah, you know, her like just the she only exists to be to be uh, sacrificed or or kind of 
you know, everything, it's just literally she's orbiting Superman. But I guess, you know, she's an ancillary character. But it's, I think there's, you know, I'm just saying in today's culture, there, there's, we have to, we look at these things closer now, right? And it's, it's difficult to do because I think there's, the difficulty is there, there still needs, to, in fiction, I think there still needs to be those characters. Not every character is going to have the full three develop like 3d developed everything because when we're looking at these stories we're looking at one or two main characters they are who everything impacts the view has to have them Hmm. i wouldn't say she is she's not used to the extent of our our good friend pewter um (laughs) like to that level it's still like Batman, Batman, even though he, you could make the argument he was developed more than Wonder Woman is in this, it's still like Batman is a direct reaction to Superman. Um, and it's that he gives you that viewpoint of things aren't the way they appear, like it aren't going to be as Superman's best intentions. Like it's, it's creating a Batman. And then Wonder Woman is very much still that, I think that optimistic, like, nope, we're still good. We're still right soups is still what he says he is and then (laughs) that moment happens with batman and that's sacrificed and then it's that's that eye opener i think we've and what i love about that and it you you could say it could be another character it could but i it it, in a way had to be wonder woman because how many other characters would it be that would have that that same level um of that loss right Hmm. where also with her, it's relatable again to real life because at points we've been, be it people or political ideals or whatever, where we're like, oh, it's not so bad. Like the the willful ignorance or the blinders are on. And then you have that moment happen where you're like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. Yeah, no, I mean, that's understandable. I mean, we've all had that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying it's... Uh... You know, I mean, you could still have that happen. The things that she chooses to talk about in the very few. Yeah. You know, and just, I'm just saying. If, <laughs> just saying. If, oh, no, no, no. I, no. I don't have a problem with it. I think oh, it seems, no. it's fine. <laughs> uh, you know, it's on par with all the other writing that we've experienced throughout the rest of the issue. So. This is another one I'd like where if you could do, I really wouldn't mind some spinoffs to this where you could do the, the, the history with the America with Lexus president. Yeah. Um, I'd probably cool. enjoy. It. I'd probably enjoy it more than you would. Um, it'd, be cool, it'd be cool if it was told through newspaper with... clippings. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be so cool. you get like old newspaper issues that never existed, and just give you like all these different, like all the like baseball teams that don't exist, and players, <laughs> and, like, players that did exist, but like they're doing other stuff or something. You know, just stuff like that, well, like stars that are. They, uh, I have no like. I know it was well before this, but uh, just because I I don't really know baseball, but like. Babe Ruth, but playing for not America because it's splintered in this universe, right? Like, yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, what, uh, Wonder Woman has agreed and been recruited yeah. um, to uh, to fight Superman. And so, oh, and now we're. This is interesting. Like Stalingrad, the the scene of Stalingrad still in the the jar. 
yeah still miniature and it, it took me like a, a couple like as i was reading it i'm sort of on autopilot and i just had to stop and be like where where did this giant bug come from what's going on? <laughs> what is this about and then i realized i'm like oh yeah okay so he apparently like he can shrink himself down and and not shrink but or i guess he makes a projection i don't know i don't care about the technology it doesn't matter he gets in there somehow and he can help <laughs> these people he can get into the city and save them from what looks i think they're dust mites i think like a dust mite ran through like the middle of the city and just laid waste to a whole bunch of stuff like it looks like a genuine monster movie like there's fire and smoke yeah and giant bug corpse and they say that he um yeah, it's the first organism to slip past my microscopic vision in all these years. So I don't know how small this thing must have been, but it's insane. Um, so he's he's been protecting the city for for decades, uh, and just flying in there and 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 killing all the bugs that somehow make their way in there. Or I guess they're just organisms; they're not even bugs. <laughs> like they're like they're probably like to us like microscopic or something, which is insane to me. Like the, the dust mites that like live on your your eyebrows and stuff. Like, uh, really... I'm just I'm just picturing that scene from The Simpsons when uh, Burns focuses in on it, and it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So uh... the spruce moose, <laughs> the spruce moose, <laughs> get in. <laughs> I said, get in. <laughs> I love that part, man. Uh, 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 sir? This... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 dude, you're in a world of... <laughs> oh, man. Right, so this, this, uh, th- like, I'm really trying to get his focus. The We're... man has lost his mind. <laughs> I would be so afraid in that moment. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we cut to Hal Jordan. He's rallying the, the Green Lantern troops. He's on top of his jet. He lifts his <laughs> hand up, and he's like, hey, we're going to do it. We're going to mess Superman up. We're getting out there. And... What the heck? Wait, when did Luther get into the Fortress of Solitude? <laughs> oh, I missed a page. <laughs> okay. There so, was all this stuff about um, Brainiac. Like, this this is where we get further hints about Brainiac. Um, yeah. Starting to let things in. Um, yeah. And then we get the stuff where this is... I, I do appreciate this section before the action. Because even though Superman's at this complete authoritarian level... Mm-hmm. you're still getting that shade of he wants to like, he's trying to do it from the right way. Um, yeah. And I, I appreciate that. He isn't just like, I'm evil Palpatine, like that kind of thing. It's not like do it or anything like that. Like he still views himself as the good character. Um, yeah. It's like, I don't want to invade them. Everything I've accomplished so far has been done by winning the argument. Yeah. Like he, I like that that never got lost. And again, to harp on the movie, it's something where it's like this aspect of the character was gone. And I forgot how much I enjoyed this aspect of the character because uh, it's all good intention, but bad result. And not yeah. even like catastrophic bad result because it's it's an oppression, but it's we're not even seeing him be like, oh, go do this or you're arrested yeah. kind of thing. I I like I like the fact that he it it's, he's always he's always down to defeat Luther on his own level like he's never going to stoop below he's always going to like and I think that shows uh, someone of um like that's a it's a it's a a real man like that's that's <laughs> character that's that's um you know because it would be like it'd be so so easy for him to just wipe everyone out and make everyone and yeah. that isn't that's something a little kid 
would wouldn't hesitate to do. Yeah. Right? Like, oh. Well, Brainiac strike first, eliminate his power bases, and execute him and complete the mission. Brainiac's looking this at this like unemotionally. <laughs> yeah. Superman's just a, like, I don't want to kill people. No, but it, this is pragmatic, right? Because he's saying yeah. like like mathematically everything you built is about to fall. Like if you yeah. don't do this. That you would have wasted you've wasted your entire life doing all this it would be for nothing so and that's essentially what they come down to right like statistically it's like now is the time now you got to do it um yeah and just as you know he's convincing him of that lex luther lands and we have i guess would be the only quote-unquote like iconic at least that i can remember but it's it's lex in like a spacesuit, like an orange spacesuit, looking pretty cool <laughs> one of those sweet uh one of those sweet Russian cigarettes. <laughs> He's like, congrats, Superman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because that's also, I appreciate that because that's a very characteristic, I think that's a very Lex character moment that translates like, Lex knows where the Fortress of Solitude is. Just like in the uh, mm. in the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. Um, or actually, no, there was a, bat- like the sequel Batman Begins. Um Superman had been infected by something, and then it's like the Justice League. Then we're like, we can't find him. He he's at the fortress, and nobody knows where it is. And then Terry's like, I know a guy who does. And it just cuts to like old Bruce Wayne, and it was like, because of course Batman would know where it is. Batman would make it like priority one to figure it out, just in case Superman goes rogue. (laughs) Just because that's Batman's Batman M Batman's M O. So I'm like, this makes sense with the Lex that they've established. They're not even showing there, him trying to track it down. He's just like, sup. <laughs> is there, is there a, a run where Batman and Lex team up? Not, not to my knowledge. Because it be, it seems like they're both like billionaires. Um, both, <laughs> like it seems like, you know, Lex wants to take down Superman to feed his, for his own ego, and Batman wants to take him down because he's, like, I guess he's kind of scared of him. Like he's not afraid, <laughs> you know. But he's scared. Is, is there a difference? You know what I mean? Like, he's not afraid. Like, he's like, he'll take Superman on head to head. Like, in the, in, you know, not like, obviously, like, he's not going to try and maybe, box him. Maybe but, fear and the respect and all. Yes. Kind and, of and the, yes. Yeah. Like, like, like you fear a volcano. Like yeah. You fear a tornado. Yeah. Like, yeah. he is. And that is something that I always enjoy um, Superman being described as a force of nature. Yeah. I really think that's cool because he essentially is like, there's something about him. To, is, to my to my knowledge, they haven't done it in a run, and I think the main reason being because in, with the exception of Elseworlds stories, Lex is always like it's always about his agenda, his 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 bad guy nature. Like yeah. he's out to kill Superman because Superman's going to stop him from unfoiling his evil plans mm-hmm. and all that. Where and Batman would see right through Lex in that situation. If it was. Yeah. If it was a situation of Lex is legitimately like altruistic and not a bad guy, and Batman doesn't see like you're doing, you're trying to use me to eliminate this guy, so then you can take like take the world, take whatever, like then maybe he'd go along with it. And also, if Batman, if Superman had done enough, um, it was something that was interesting, kind like interesting, but they didn't do well enough with. Um, in Batman Superman where it's like that Batman being in that stage of his career who's then worried about Superman I'm like that makes sense 
<laughs> and if they had done Lex different, like so differently, it's yeah. like, okay, Lex, then yeah, Lex could probably get Batman on board. But then also Billy Business and his, his podcast mentioned like, if you get, you could give Batman's lines of like, if there's even a 1% chance, like you could give that to Lex and that would have made Lex much more captivating. And then he could have done Batman better. Anyways. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah, from a pragmatic standpoint, it, it seems, because, you know, we just saw a Batman who was willing to team up with the man who killed his parents. Yep. <laughs> to take down Superman, right? But, so. it, but again, <laughs> like, we'd have to do that. If they did it in, through the guise of an Elseworld story, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it, maybe uh, it's happened. It's just I'm not aware of it. I don't, I, you know, I don't care where they do it. It makes sense. <laughs> um, all right, so now we're getting the uh, Green Lanterns moment. Um, I appreciated that in this mausoleum and <laughs> in, in his personal museum in the fortress of solitude, he's raised the Titanic. Yeah. I just, that, the Titanic and all of that fascinates me. So whenever it shows up, I'm like, Ooh, so That's I was like, cool. Oh, cool. Uh, cause of course you would. Um, <laughs> why not? Man? Yeah. Um, then Lex is just chatting him, just chatting with him. And then we get the hmm. moment of Brainiac uh, throwing him away. This is funny. He's right before he says, "Are you are you ready to lock mines in one of most? The, wait, are you ready to? What did he say? Wait, lock are you ready to with, lock horns with the most dangerous mind in the world? And then <laughs> the next panel is Brainiac, just like all these wires and stuff, and just wrapping themselves around him and sucking him into the machinery. Yeah, and it's like yeah. it's so funny. When I read, when I first saw this, I was just like, it made me. Like at, at the very first moment, I was like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever read." I, I almost wanted to just close it. I'm like, "All that just to have," and I'm like, oh, and "Then I thought, okay, of course he's not gone. Like that doesn't make any sense, right?" It's <sighs> it's something I when you get moments like that in in movies every once in a while or shows mm-hmm. where it's like, "Here's the even though in this story Superman is definitely more the villain," um, it's like the villain giving the speech. And then you're like, man, if someone just like if you, you just killed him instead of giving your speech, where it's like if you just kill him while he's giving your speech, his speech problem solved. And yeah. it's like, oh, it happened. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and cool. then you're like, and then I'm just kind of like, okay. I also got there a second later. Like, no, he's not dead. Yeah, it's just like one of those moments where you're like, oh, dang, so, they did it. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I guess. How many pages are left? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, no, we're 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 not even like we're maybe halfway through. There's still a bunch more to go, <laughs> and we know so, Brainiac's going bad because outside of one time I can think of, Brainiac's always the bad guy. Um, yeah, you're like, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so, so he sucks him in, and then um, Superman was like, "What are you doing?" This is crazy. And then Brainiac says, <laughs> now every time I do this, I'm paraphrasing. This is not <laughs> verbatim. Uh, so I couldn't allow him to debate with you, Superman. This is verbatim, actually. Entering a conversation <laughs> with a level nine ninja. <laughs> it's a direct quote. <laughs> this is, that is verbatim. This is a quote. It's a quote. I couldn't allow well, him to debate. <laughs> I couldn't allow him to debate with you, Superman. Entering a conversation with a level 9 intelligence is more dangerous than any death trap. My calculations were that he could have talked you into suicide within 14 minutes. And, I mean, I can't... We figured this out last time when we talked about it, because we did talk... I remember we talked about this one time. I don't remember the specifics, and so I don't really want to get into it again. But we figured out that, given, like, the long con that... um, 
uh, Luther was playing. It, he was playing it, Brainiac as well. He was playing Brainiac. He was playing Brainiac who was playing Superman. And Supes just getting played left, right, and center. I mean, the yeah. only thing he has going for him is his superpowers, I'm starting to believe. Like, he's really <laughs> smart, but he's... I don't understand how he could be as intelligent, but, like, he's, like, as naive as he is intelligent almost. It's it's crazy. Dude, um, now it's just something I haven't thought of, and maybe it's more to talk about, you know, later. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but with superman it's like with lex going the long game how much of superman doing this is a direct result of lex like the the false utopia like lex seems to know like he knows how to make superman go right true but i don't think he would get any sort of satisfaction out of solving a problem that he like it's like making a video game for yourself it's like I just created. I know where to go. I know exactly everything. See, There's no I'm, challenge here. I see. I'm not 100 percent sure though, because Lex likes. He knows, but he wants others to know. He wants others to know how smart and how talented and how strong he is. Like Lois, he's not allowing her to have any other love because she enjoys it more than she enjoys him. So it's I like, think, yeah. There, there was that moment earlier, and it's <laughs> like. There was a doubt that Lex could <laughs> something as simple as somebody thought I couldn't do this. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that's what it gets down to. It gets down to that moment. Like someone thought I couldn't defeat Superman. And all of this yeah. is for his hubris. But yeah, he would, he would, I suppose. I think, but I think like that sort of conflating control with um everyone know because like everyone could still know that he you know, he's that smart. He could still, like, reveal his plan or whatever. Right. But I think in terms of, like, himself, like, when he's playing all those people at chess, he, like, it's not like he knows what they're going to do. Like, he does. And that's why actually why well, he, he gets angry because he does know what he, what they're about to do next. Like, he's like, I predicted that. Yeah. I'm mad about it. And and so, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, no. I mean, it, like, it's, I mean, that's it. I'm not saying that he couldn't have orchestrated the whole thing. I, I mean, clearly he could have. Obviously he could have. I mean, I'm not arguing with you at all, dude. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just, it's just that thought I've had now. I'm just curious just because, again, the Superman we see at, Issue one yeah. by the okay, end, well, then, the to what end, Superman. No, well, yeah. that that that's where I'm curious. Like, yeah. just to to what end? At what point? <laughs> to what end? <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> time. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, at what? Like, to yeah, I guess like to what? It, like, how much did Lex impact how Superman became? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, mm-hmm. how much of it, as much as we're looking at like Superman still wanting to do it by the argument and all that, we see that he's got he's crossed that point. And it's going to reckon with him soon in a such a good scene. But it's like, how much of it was Lex's manipulation? 100%. If, if Lex didn't manipulate him and Superman did just lead Russia, would how much would he have actually left the people alone? How much would he have just been the a benevolent dictator? Because that. Like, he's a president, but he's also not, like, trying to dictate. But we see that slippery slope. But yeah, how much of that was informed by Lex? That, I mean, I, I assume I'm curious. it was. I'm curious. But, I mean, he, I mean, like you said, he's just a man with, with a problem, right? Like, he's trying to solve. Yeah. And just because it's solved in Russia doesn't mean it's solved, period. Right? No, no, no. It's mm. uh, 
it, it's I, just something I think, where I'm like, I'm I'm really curious. I think if it weren't, dude, honestly, I think if it weren't for Lex, he would have gone through by force. The, the world would have been taken over decades, decades earlier without Lex to be like, it's ideas, bro. Your ideas are yeah, whack. maybe. No, no, <laughs> it's, it's whack it's... ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you got slammed, son. <laughs> It, it's 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 entirely possible. Like no yeah. no, it's a, just a I thought. Like that was heated like, debates about <laughs> <laughs> hypothetical, <laughs> fictional, all this. Oh gosh, this is a uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. you need to take up woodworking or something. <laughs> all right, uh, so so back to this. Um, it's now Brainiac, like full on pushing Superman to be like, look, people are on the way. You gotta you gotta fight. You yeah. gotta pull up the tights. <laughs> oh yeah! If you don't, the lanterns are gonna mess you up. And but, sorry. Oh no, no! I was just gonna say. I just, I, I always felt like the the lanterns, um, probably could have done a better job <laughs> than they end up doing. <laughs> probably, I think. Yeah. What I kind of like about it is, again, it's leaning into that now. Superman's like not pulling his punches. Yeah. It's like, okay, to get this done, I got to go, I got to go all out or not all out. Cause if he went all out, he could just blow up the planet, but I'm not going to be raining anything in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It seems like I, I just, I don't, I'm not getting a good sense of how quickly he's moving amongst them or how quickly they're moving just from the comic. I would like, I would have liked some more of them. Um, just broadcasting the speeds at which they're traveling. <laughs> well, like well, they're like, uh, so let's see. Because um, I know, because that's the idea, right? Six. Yeah, because he thought Brainiac said in. Uh, was it just Lex or no? There's preparing to attack, but the decision is now quite simple. Um, maybe Brainiac had said right before all this, like they're, Oh no. Cause they hadn't left yet. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, Oh, here, here's what he says, dude. This is what I was. Uh, he, so he says, so they're all like, they're okay. So let, let, let's just breeze past this. Cause they're trying to fight him. He's moving amongst them. They almost get him trapped. He breaks out. And what, uh, then he says, I think he says to Jordan, he just says to someone, he just says, a thought-based weapon against someone who can move at 10 times the speed of thought. Not too smart, Colonel Jordan. <laughs> so, I don't know what 10 times the speed of thought is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Next time I buy a car. <laughs> like... How many times the speed of thought can this go? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> like, oh, it goes up to 200 horsepower. Oh, how much did that in thought power? Excuse me? <laughs> You're a fan of Superman, I presume. Put it in H. <laughs> it goes, uh, how many of a hectares on <laughs> tank of gallons? Hectares per gallon. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so then, yeah, and Superman just destroys the Lantern Corps. Um, he flies, he so he destroys Hal's ring. It doesn't show him destroying others' ring, others' rings. So, are the others' rings powered by Hal's? Um, I'm not sure. I th- maybe uh, I think just as he's like going through them, he he's 
just messing them up physically as well, right? Like, I think it's maybe he's breaking the rings, but maybe he's also just breaking them. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just jumping back. Uh, Oh, wait. No, they show other people unsuited with rings. Okay. So it was just just because they only show one getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a pointed moment. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody else is suddenly without a ring. So it's like, okay, maybe they all lost their ring, lost their ring because their will was broken. Or they were suddenly scared of this juggernaut. <laughs> yeah, maybe he did break the will. Maybe they are all connected to some degree. Maybe um, we're missing something. Maybe he, maybe like he's they're showing one, but maybe he went and he literally just sped through all of them and took them off. Yeah, maybe kicked butt. He's just because he's yeah. so ten times the speed of thought. They have thought <laughs> ten of them already have the ring on. They think, oh, where'd my ring go? Another ten gone. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so it's. Um, oh, okay. So now Wait, we how see much is the, that uh, in donkey power. That's <laughs> donkey. How many Donkey Kongs would you say that is? <laughs> what What's about a Kong? Pac-Man? <laughs> Pac-Man. So, What's so the now we have the. Um, I'm gonna stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Okay, so now we have the Wonder Women people. I don't know what they are. The Amazons. <laughs> oh, the Amazons, and they're flying at him, and, and he's like. Uh, don't make me do this, Diana. I don't want to hurt you, but I will if I have to. And he's using his laser eyes. And then he cooks. He cooks her. She is on fire. And he's like, your choice, princess. And he bails. All of them are. Like, yeah. He... And it's amazing how just sassy he got here. He's like, your choice, princess. And yeah. he just flies away. Like, what? Did he turn into an old, like, an old rugged, um, like, you know, private eye from, like, the 30s or something. All of a sudden, he's like, hey, Edith, I, you know? <laughs> he's like, he's kind of, he's... <laughs> I, th- I, I, see, I think it's more so how you're reading it. I, I, I read it in a angry Russian accent. Yeah, 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 me too, me too. Yeah, yeah. Your I choice, mean, but it is princess. Like, yeah, choice, <laughs> princess. Like, it's like just pure cocky, like, <laughs> pure misogynist, just, he eats I, cigars and smokes steaks. Picture <laughs> Ivan Drago. <laughs> that, that's how I'm yeah. hearing it. <laughs> oh, so, so she grabs his, his hair. Yeah, she, she still, like, grabs him to stop him, and then he's like, taking her out <laughs> yeah he just messes her up and yep. then they let out um basically every villain he's fought up until now uh and from that totally looks like uh doomsday yeah it <laughs> does it does that just he just got thrown in there <laughs> like so yeah no what? it's it, i think it's just the throw in doomsday it's just like we got to make up the bodies we haven't seen any of these other villains. No. Um, so now it's just like, okay, we'll just throw in characters for for fun. Yeah, but it's so strange to have Doomsday there. I, just oh, like I a, know. a throwaway know. when he's the only one that's ever killed Superman, really, right? Like, I know. <laughs> Christian. That, I know. That, that part bothered me. Uh, but I was like, okay, that's I'm just going to move on. Okay, right on, man. Okay, so... <laughs> I, I, just I mean, it bothered on. me too. I'm just saying there's like. <laughs> <laughs> what part of move on are you? <laughs> okay, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. no, I know. Yeah. I'm, hey, hey, I'm playing along, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. We're going an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're, we're almost at the end or before the epilogue. The epilogue is like. It's not even a, a sweet dessert. That is like meat and potatoes. That's like, hey, let's follow up your 
delicious dinner with a heavier, <laughs> heavier part. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's Superman's landed in the States. This part, I love this. I love this because it's it's Lex completely undoes him. Oh, are we? Um, oh, I just want to make note of Brainiac's ship, and it's got a few tentacles hanging around the Washington Monument. Yeah, that's another cool little panel they got there. Yeah, sorry, I skipped that. My apologies. No, man, no. It's I, it's it's not as you know cool as the other ones, but I think I don't know. It's neat. I like. The, I just I I do like the um like the sky the cut of the sky and the fact that like um the leaves are blowing by too it really adds like it's like a, a fall day around dusk and this thing's just sort of hovering there and it's very like end of the worldy yeah kind of thing yeah like uh just the moments before like a hurricane type of stuff like, yeah that's cool yeah um so superman's at the white house he's yeah. about to uh, presumably oh, to get... demolish it yeah um, yeah uh Oh, do you want to continue? You want me to take the lead here? Or oh, to... no, no. I was just I, like, there's not too much to point out except for hmm. uh, like his exchange with Lois is. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then then go for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he's basically saying um, so now he's on the White House lawn. It appears there's monsters and people running around and he's saying to Lois, you know, I got to evacuate the area. Things are, you know, I don't want anyone to get hurt. And she says, I'm not budging an inch. This is my home. And uh, he says, uh, I don't think you understand. America is finished. You don't have anything left to hit me with. And she said, actually, we've still got one shell left in our arsenal, Superman. If you think I'm kidding, just look. Just take a look at the letter inside my pocket. And then he says, with the greatest respect, Mrs. Luther, I hardly think a brown manila envelope is going to stop me in my tracks, even if it does have a president's seal. And then it cuts to... Cuts to... Um, uh, Luther writing the letter. I assume it's the night before, and I'm also assuming that <laughs> that uh, Lois has just asked him what he's doing because he <laughs> says, just says, "What am I doing?" <laughs> and he says, "Yeah, what am I doing?" Well, they say the pen is mightier than the sword, Lois. So I'm distilling everything Superman hates and fears about himself into a single sentence. He might shrug off a nuclear strike, but I guarantee this is going to strike that flame-proof heart of his. Wow. Yeah, and then. I love the flashback because as he's zooming in, you know something's going to happen. Um, and then with Bra- like the flashback to Brainiac being like, he could have talked to you to suicide in 14 minutes, just hammers home like, oh, we're, he's homie's about to get walloped. Um, and, and, and he the, starts, I, his, his tears start welling up in his eyes. Yeah, no, he's like, you see the waterworks are about to come and then Superman, are you okay? And then he breaks down. Um what have I done? All I wanted was to put an end to all the wars and famines. I only wanted the best for everyone. You've got to believe me. And then Lois is just like, what the hell was in this letter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> like that reduced this guy to a, 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 a crying, blubbering mess. And like he's hunched over, defeated, bawling. Like, I love this. I love this scene. And then it's just the, why don't you just put the whole world in a bottle, Superman? Dang. <laughs> like, yeah, it's 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 so fascinating because as someone who's grown up in like the post like Cold War world and, and post World War II, and we have like history books and we have all these these very intelligent people who have all these takes on it and uh, and, and government and philosophy and stuff like that. And it's funny because knowing everything that I know 
about you know the world and, and, and the past and stuff like that i mean we could see what superman was doing right off the bat like, there was no it was like it was, clear, it was like dude you're following archetypes like it's funny because he became the archetypes that us having had to look back on we understand <laughs> but i guess he's paving the way right yeah it's, it's interesting yeah no and i i love it just because again it hammers home with superman like he's done incredibly this naive the, he is pardon oh, incredibly naive he is the fact yeah. that he didn't yeah well it's, it's again like with the best of intentions like mm-hmm. this control has just put the world like yeah put it in a bottle and that's and like it also it's a two-pronged thing because it's it's that it makes him realize like the control that he's done mm. the dependence that the people have on him but then also stalingrad is his greatest failure because he can't figure out how to save them oh that's so ironic that he's putting everybody else in a bottle but he can't yeah. figure out how to get them out of it i it it, it oh crap i just forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> oh that makes me so mad <laughs> ah it's uh yeah that really bumps me out never mind go on i'm man. sorry well, um no there's there I, I don't think there's uh much left with that now it's brainiac going in and uh superman's now real like he's this one sentence has completely wrecked him to the point where he's just like we we can't do this like we're we're destroying the world um we are we are the evil here um and then brainiac's just kind of like nope (laughs) oops (laughs) <laughs> you said something dumb. <laughs> yeah, you said something dumb. Um, and then you can't stop now when you're on the brink. And then uh, at least leaving them alone make, uh, means they can make their own mistakes again. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of thing. Just like we weren't born here and we have no right to interfere. And it's that so much good stuff there where it's he wasn't trying to interfere he was trying to help, but yeah. in that he's taken away people's choice to make their own mistakes. Yeah. Um, something that they, something that they even set up, like we've, we've hammered the point home, but something they set up from the get go of this book. And you saw it in that well-meaning way, hmm. like just trying to do the right thing, but he was taking away people's options. Yeah. I, I don't, um, it's 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 see this is a reason okay i really like the idea right like the the concept of the book is something i found very fascinating which is what motivated me to want to read it like you suggested i'm like that sounds great i'll check it out um now the thing that i want is and i've said this before would be maybe like you know i was just like i want it more fleshed out like i want more of it right, right? yeah and i think even just like a novelization no pictures, which is, is so strange, right? Because like, it's a spectacle of seeing him do all the cool stuff. But I think, you know, because I'm just, I'm trying to think. Like, I, I did, I tried to make the argument for the book, for the writers, in the sense where he is that archetype that we all understand what's happening. He doesn't because he is the archetype that we've learned from in our, you know, in our lives, right? Right. He's sort of paving the way there. But at the same time, you know, there's all these philosophers. Like, you have the smartest man. On, like he's aside from Luther, he's I assume Superman is the smartest man on earth. Um, he's up there, yeah, yeah. Like he can speed read books and retain the information, just like so. If he can do that and he can like learn medical journals 
<laughs> seconds and retain the info <laughs> and then practice medicine, then I assume he can do the same with philosophy, especially if he has years and years and years just sitting in his temple of, of fortress of solitude. So I, you would think that he would, <laughs> he wouldn't, like, I just, I find it, I just, I sort of find it. Did you hear that? No. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I find it very difficult um, to believe that he would, uh, he wouldn't, like, he wouldn't come to this conclusion on his own in any way whatsoever, right? Which right. is why I'm saying, like, a novelized version would, you know, maybe given more time, you could find ways for him to reconcile what he's learning philosophically. Yeah, you know, because that that is something that is also very human. That is something that logically humans do. They will find they are very good at ad hoc rationalizations of their behaviors or their beliefs. Yeah, it's, we're literally wired to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's almost like we don't have a choice. Um, so I, I, I'm just I, I just found that like I'm just I'm trying to I'm no matter what I'm I, I if I have an issue with a book I always try to find a way in my mind to right. say how would this work how would they right. be able to go about no this? no I, I I get that. Yeah. Um, okay. So we get to a Superman Brainiac fight. Um, Brainiac then reveals to Superman. He was, he was playing him all along. Um, and then we find out Lex is alive at this point. I'm just breezing through it, but I'm not sure there's much to, to pull apart here. Um, Superman again, flies in and just demolishes Brainiac very quickly um, and viciously just rips out his head. And, and then this part is, is well done. Uh, the whole book is well done, but this section of Brainiac set this to self-destruct and it's going to, in the event that he's killed, he's going to take a bunch of people down with him. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah wait, Lex, Lex, Wait, what happens here? Because it looks like Lex is. Doesn't he help somehow? Doesn't like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Lex. Okay. Yeah. So, so Brainiac is, is beating the crap out of Superman. Um, uh, when, there's a line here that's really cool because he says, Don't die calling me a monster, Superman. It is important that you realize that you and I are exactly the same kind of creatures. Which is just like t- totally just hidden home. Now, now Brainiac yeah. is saying it. Yeah, man. Luther was right this whole time. I knew. He knew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and. And so uh, eventually, like the like uh, the the laser, there's like a laser that's like just just railing on Superman, like it's not stopping. And then it stops, and he's sitting there on fire. And Lois is like, "What's going on?" And then it cuts to Luther, who is still alive, and he's in the middle of his machine, <laughs> and he's sabotaging it. Yeah. And then Superman, I guess that like ends the 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 shield or the laser, and then Superman is able to like fly up there and mess him up. Yeah. But apparently that um, sets off like a self destruct thing. And uh, there's apparently the, 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 in the ship, and the ship is powered on five black holes. Six. Six mini Six black mini holes. Six mini black holes. And Superman grabs it, and he grabs the ship, and he flies away, and uh, he sacrifices himself for uh, all mankind. Yep. He ends up, uh, his last shot of, like just saying, Lex, I know you're not going to hear this message for a while or even see the explosion until the light reaches you. But there's something I have to say before I go. Well played, old friend. Well, like well played, old friend. That's uh that was an interesting thing. And then we get um Superman Superman gone, Brainiac gone, the world ready to embrace Lutherism even more readily than ever before. One mm-hmm. could almost be forgiven for thinking that this had all been worked out 
to the 10th decimal point 40 years ago. 40 years ago, eh? And then he knocks over to the queen and then checkmates Superman. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. And now we're in what I call, like, to me, this is the the epilogue. Um, it's showing, like, how, how the world is changing. Lutherism is saving the world. There's now one world uh, government. Because, again, we're getting little snippets over the course of years. Um, you get that moment of, I almost hate to admit it, but Superman and Brainiac actually had some surprisingly good ideas here, boys. Um, cancer was gone before too long. AIDS uh, co- uh, consigned to the history books. Um, diabetes, blindness, and every inherited form of illness was eradicated by a man who invented a pill, which meant human beings didn't even need to sleep anymore. Um like the age has gone up, so you're just seeing all this happy stuff, and it's really, yeah. it's really interesting. Which again well, goes it, back to the, when you're saying that thing of the world, like what yeah. it would have been. I'd love yeah. it to include this as well. Um, yeah, <laughs> just oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, here. okay, yeah. So, so yeah. So he's like, it says here that uh, he created a new type of government that no one else could possibly fathom or created before. That was actually uh, com- it was a one world government, like you said, composed of artists, writers, philosophers, and scientists. Got to tell you, man, um, authors and, and writers and, and philosophers and, and artists. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't think any of them would be getting along, and I don't think they'd be thinking pragmatically. Probably not. No. No. Uh, <laughs> I, like, but basically, they're they're describing like what amounts to a Star Trek esque utopia, right? Where. Sorry, I'm looking at the picture of the artist guy, and it's just so perfectly stereotypical. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, with his yeah, he looks like a. Yeah, so it says, uh, by the age of 120, the entire solar system. By I guess that's how old Lex is. Uh, yeah. The entire solar system had been colonized. The triple had replaced the couple and, and the, the average, average man would live for an incredible 800 years. Yeah. Wow. Uh, th- this is sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no. He oh, he dies eventually. Yeah, the, on the cusp of the <laughs> oh, yeah. the fourth millennium. So the year four, what? Four no, 3000 would be the fourth millennium or the Anyway, anyway, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. So which <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, okay. So the news bots Asked about his greatest accomplishment, without a moment's hesitation, he whispered, defeating the alien, my boy, what in the world could possibly compare with saving my people from Superman? And with a smile, he dies. Now, this is something that's really interesting afterwards, where they they talk about, like, all the, you know, they continue talking about the milestones of, of human civilization after he dies, right? Yeah. And... What? what a little blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, Superman is alive. By the way, he didn't die. He didn't actually die. So he came. He 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 lived. He came back and he lived as a man. And he didn't let anyone know that he existed anymore because clearly that didn't work out well. But um, yeah. So what is it? Oh, there we go. Mankind had evolved to become the most advanced species in the known universe, inspired and led by a billion years of the Luther lineage. Lena Luther, the artist. Lombard Luther, the Imagineer. Lori Luth. 145, the mathematician. I assume she's probably part robot. Jordan Luth, 1938, again, part robot. Pioneering Necronauts. See, I, 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 I'm not no, sure about I don't, that. I, I, no, I, think I don't it's think like they're the robots. The third? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, they kept exactly. that going. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Pioneering Necronaut and first man to set foot in the afterlife. 
That's fascinating. What a fascinating, <laughs> just, I'm like, it's like they're really hammering the point home. Of like we are making every advancement that you could make, right? Like there's no, there's no final frontier. Yeah. There's no front. Yeah. Like we've, we were which, done. We which, are done. Yeah. No. And that, that ties into the next couple panels, the mm-hmm. complacency that comes with that. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but he's an acting strange. Oh yeah. Oh, this is cool. Yeah. So Alex L. Jordan L. Lana L. And of course, Lex Luthor's great grandson to the power of 50, a young man called Jor-El. Yeah. His IQ exceeded that <laughs> of even his beloved ancestors. So we're like, it, it's so funny, it, it, but he's been acting strange lately, working too hard and telling the world that our bright red sun that has dimmed my powers and aged my mind is in danger of consuming us. Could he be right? I wonder, or is it time to, is it time? Or, oh, geez, sorry, Chris, I can't see. <laughs> it's or, all is good. This, or is this to be the first time, wow, in countless years that Luther had made a mistake? I, man, see, okay, now they show um, Jorel and Lana, Laura, sorry, Laura. Interesting. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> they, yeah, they show Jorel and Laura sticking a kid in a rocket. <laughs> And it's, the kid is named Cal. Cal. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's almost like they've nothing left to do but die. And that, oh, yeah, he's like, they're arguing about like the, the reigning, you know, opinion or, the, you know, the reigning class on the planet. And at this point, it's literally like fire is raining down from the sky. Like there's no way you can ignore any of this, right? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's like, so he, um, what, what is it? Jarrell? Yeah, so Jarrell says, it's almost like they've nothing left to do but die, but I refuse to let their emptiness bring any harm to you, my little Kellel. Why should you have to suffer for being born into a world with nothing left to conquer? And then the mother says, do we really have to send him so far back, Jarrell? The sun's rays are yellow. We were yellow in those days. They're people weak and primitive. He's going to be so different from everyone. And then he says, he'll be strong, he'll be fast, he'll be virtually indestructible, and he'll need these advantages to survive, my darling. And then they launch him away, and they say, Goodbye, my son. Go back and change the world so that we might not become this cold, complacent lot. Go back and bring a little light into our lives again. And then you see him fly away. The sun explodes. And then the next panel is the Ukraine, Russia, 1938. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and see, this, I thought, like, that's, okay, like, if I'm just going to, if you're just going to look at it, if you're just going to take it at face value, uh, cool. It's cool. It's amazing. It's not original, you know. I mean, it's been done to some degree <laughs> or not before, but it's cool. And then, but if you want to look at it, like, how could this possibly make sense? Like, given what we know about just theoretical physics and space time and, and all that stuff, does not make sense. He would have to be going too fast, <laughs> so fast. Like, you can't go that fast. You go back the speed in time. Of <laughs> yeah, he would have to be going so so fast that he literally goes backwards in time. And I don't know how. Like, you would have to have a specific technology. I don't know how you do that. Or he'd have to be going so fast that he makes it into a parallel universe and lands. Wait, wait. Like, what are you talking about? You hit eighty miles an hour, and then the flux capacitor sends you back, Christian. What Come I'm talking on. about is this that, is a, is that wasn't this is a DeLorean, established. Chris. Chris, that was not a DeLorean. It was it's a stupid rocket. <laughs> so it hits the 80 miles an hour, no problem. Or yeah. or 20 the thought. <laughs> like... it's, it's I just I think it's a neat like it's a it's a neat idea. Like it's a cool sentiment. Um I just don't think it like I mean like we said, like we were talking about this and I said 
They just simply said this is a time machine in some way. <laughs> anyway, whatsoever. <laughs> just define what kind of machine this is. Right? Yeah, I, 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 sorry. Okay. You, you said, well, but you said like, yeah, go back. So I guess we're just supposed to assume it's a time machine. Uh, yeah. Well, we see we since we see him arriving back and they're specific with the time, then you're like, okay, they're sending him back to try to to try to change things because again, they're like that. I find that found that so interesting where there was all this great great stuff but now there's cold complacency the world is literally burning around them and they don't care um they're like nah we're fine and then yeah. it's we need to save us from this fate that took mm-hmm. us so long to get to but then it's like the impression i got is out of this like history is doomed to repeat itself and yeah, i found I that really interesting well, I think there's many other works of fiction who have done it in a far more compelling and and <laughs> like breathtaking way, in a way that Less really kind time of... traveling. <laughs> no, time traveling can be part of it. No, dude, I just don't think like this is very. It feels very shoehorned in. And like like friends. Okay, uh, are you familiar with them? Um, an IP called Bioshock. Uh, no. no. Well, loosely enough, I'm aware of it. Like I you're just aware don't know of it, when... right? Yeah, okay. I don't know anything about it. So the third Bioshock is one of the, like, it's very controversial because it, it, it hinges on, you're, a, the player is, this you're doing this over and over again. Okay. And it's sort of like the Dark Tower series at the same, like, I'm going to ruin the entire series and I'm going to tell you in the end. Um, basically, it's a repeating thing. And every okay. time it's it's sort of like uh, like the, the the Buddhist way of, of looking at one's soul as it's a journey, right? You're constantly doing it, and eventually, and the whole idea with with Bioshock Three was its probability. Eventually, mm-hmm. that coin is going to flip on the other head, and you're right. not. You, you may have repeated this for what would be the equivalent of like millions of years, but w- once it's going to flip the other way, and you're going to change everything forever, right? right. And I think that's sort of the idea that maybe they're playing on here, but to just sort of shoehorn time travel in as a theme at the very end doesn't work for me. I'm like, if, if you had like brought that around and sort of explained that as like one day that coin's <laughs> going to land on the other head, like on the heads, it's not going to end up tails. Right. If you like explained it that in any way whatsoever, I'd be fully on board, but I'm just like, this it's very, it's a very romantic sentiment, but it makes no sense. Whatsoever. See, I, 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 I did not have that problem with it at all. Uh, I think this is the issue where you and I come to head all the time where I'm like, this is like, I mean, it can make more sense. It doesn't have to be a real thing. It can still be fiction, (laughs) but it can make more sense. See, and I guess with me, my suspension of belief along, like, even at this point, even even if we just isolated uh, the time travel thing, I'm like, earlier, uh, like, just a panel and a half earlier, they said they had a guy step in, the first person to step into the afterlife. I'm like, they've cured cancer. People are living up to 800 years old. Um, they're stepping into the afterlife. Like this isn't a hang up for me. Yeah. Time travel makes sense. This is, we're in a place where all this other stuff can happen. Of course they can time travel. But but then, okay. So it's like, we're smart enough to understand and be able to control time travel. Yet we don't care or understand that the sun is dying. What? (laughs) Because they, they didn't dive into it, but it's also like, look, we're the whole thing though. At the end, like the whole end is, they have gotten into a cold complacency. There is yeah, nothing know. left to do, nothing left to accomplish. So they it's don't like, even care if they die? No. Because at that point, he even said, like, there maybe they just couldn't. Death is the only thing to experience. Yeah. Like, it's almost like they've got their checklist. Like, okay, yeah. we, we've done this. We've done this. Oh, no, time travel. Okay, we did that. Next. Well, there's nothing left. There is nothing left to do. 
Yeah, and that's the other thing where, I mean, if you're smart enough to be able to invent travel, shouldn't you be able to understand the self-fulfilling prophecy? Oh, yeah. Right? Which is why, like, you would have to bring in uh, probability as, like, uh, a philosophical um, aspect. Like, you'd have to bring that into it because otherwise you're literally just this omnipotent race who doesn't understand what a self-fulfilling prophecy is. Like, why, if they're smart enough to know, like, and that's the other <laughs> thing, really, they're smart enough to know exactly what time to send them back to. They, they're aware of their own history to 1938, and it's, like, the year 10, 12, like, maybe 80,000 or something, or, like, you know, then enough time for there to have been 1938 Lana Luthers or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, I'm just, I'm saying it's, I get it. It's romantic, but I'm just, I can't not see it, these. I can't not. It, it, like, I no, just, no, like, no. I and, that, and that's fair. <laughs> like as much as I enjoy this epilogue, it really was yeah. like, okay, we're, we're finishing. This is the third. We're finishing it. So part of the section, as much as I enjoy it, you yeah. can definitely say it's like, all right, we're just, we're pop, we're putting the bow on it. Yeah. Um, so I, that's fair. Part of me, I would have been interested, like maybe, maybe not a little more interested, but it would have been interesting, mm-hmm. um, if they ended it where we still know this is Elseworlds, but he lands in Kansas in 1938. So then it's like, yes, Ooh. that would have been, dude, honestly, that would have like, uh, uh, now again, dude, like from a story point, I don't like it, it, it. I'm fine with logical lapses right. if the story has been done properly to 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 show you there's a you can fill in the gaps in your mind. There's way too many gaps to fill in, right? Like I'm like you haven't given me enough story to support this. You're being very um it's it's very like it's irresponsible and I, I think it's also very self-indulgent, right? Huh, okay. Where it's like it's because I like it. it's a romantic thing. It's something that like I if I was writing it, I would want to do. But as someone who isn't doing the work who can just objectively <laughs> sit back and, and look at it right i mean this is i mean there's something to be said for for sort of workshopping any idea or any work of fiction or any work of art because all of a sudden you get all these ideas where it's like whoa like they i'm not saying do the impossible i'm just saying yeah. write more write better like if you're you know if you're gonna no, no, support no, I, it somehow there's it, themes there's good writing and i'm saying like <laughs> it could have been better it, it would, i'm curious to find I, i'm curious like what the situation was if they had if they didn't have enough time or if it was just hmm. like look you're like we're at we're at the point where to unpack it all, we're gonna like need to add an issue or something, or go yeah. to a publication length that we're we we can't. So yeah. we're just not gonna. Maybe I would it was have liked. Like, I don't know. Sorry, I, it's yeah. pure speculation on my point. Um, yeah. I, I, I would have liked more delving into the, the the first man, like the afterlife, like what they found there, like, <laughs> and what aspect can they interact with it? Like, is it? Yeah. Is that the new frontier? Like, does it matter if you die here? Right. right. Like what's over there. Right. And and it's so funny because I started thinking about like it's interesting because we always think of the afterlife as some sort of utopia. Right. And I think by our very nature as, as the, the creatures we are, you know, we, we don't that's and that's sort of antithetical for happiness. Right. Having all your needs met, Ooh. not having any challenges, not having anything change, uh, all that stuff. Right. Like the only reason we feel happiness is cause, is when we truly understand what the opposite is and how right. easily we can lose it right when we have appreciation for the things that we have um that you know when you, if you're working eight hours a day you appreciate coming home to sit down a little more <laughs> than if you had spent the last week just sitting on the couch all day every day True. right yeah and it's a, it's the same thing and I, and it, so that makes me wonder i'm like what do they find there 
Like maybe, you know, that could have been an aspect of them not caring about this. We've done everything. We can go back in time. The next frontier is there. We are moving there. And we're right. going to start forging past well, that, right? And like how do you forge past death? <laughs> like with, with, with how the comic ended, where it's mm-hmm. like it, maybe it was going for the history is doomed to repeat itself. But as you and I were just like talking about if he had landed in Kansas instead. That would like, have been, um, yeah. Well, that could have also gone with the idea of like, this is how we're going to change it because he was. Yeah. Let's send him to the other power. Chris, um, as soon as like, as soon as I saw it landing, I'm like, I know exactly what they're doing. And I had to double check to see that it was Russia. Yeah. Because I was like, I couldn't believe that they did that again. I'm like, that doesn't, <laughs> like that's that, like if you're going to do this, put them in Kansas. <laughs> that's like that's almost it. Almost makes me angry. I get I get why they didn't though. Because if they're if like the thing is, it, it depends on how they how they as the creators of the story want it to end. And if they're wanting it to end in that, the history is doomed to repeat itself way. Mm-hmm. then you can't have that the Kansas ending because that gives you hope, right? Um, <laughs> that gives you that optimism. And then it also gives you the potential responsibility to write that next story. Um, yeah. Or if you know you're not going to write that story, have someone else potentially ruin your <laughs> your work with their inferior sequel. <laughs> so it's kind of like, okay, um, we're doing this. History's doomed. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's so interesting because I, I think... The, the like... Protecting your own work as well. I. Again, uh, listener, I'm not saying this is what Mark Millar was doing when he was writing this, but it's just interesting to speculate and, yeah, and try to wonder. <laughs> it's difficult because not only is it a comic book, like because we were, you know, like I said earlier, like a novelization, you can go mm-hmm. so much more in depth, right? But so not only is it a comic book, so it's hindered in that aspect, but it's also hindered by the fact that um, I think there's too many themes sort of going on, and they don't really like settle on one coherently too too much like they sort of like they're like they allude to like okay so if you had an idea of of this right if someone conceptually they were like oh superman but in russia there's all these things you can start thinking right you can start thinking oh like you know um just everything a lot of things they touch on in the book but i don't think they ever really follow them through to the extent that in which they should or flesh them out to the extent in which they should and i I think that's both a drawback of the medium itself and of um i think likely the fact that there is there's just too much i think it is just the medium there's too much there if you're going to do it properly you need a lot more content that's that's fair i i still love absolutely love what's there i was about to ask like what your final thoughts are but i think um, I just hit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we've been hitting that the whole way through. Yeah, I enjoy it. I don't want you oh, to think no, that I'm attacking oh, no, no. it or that I don't understand. Oh, dude, dude, dude. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Like that, my my saying that wasn't in response to what you were saying. No, I know. Just... I'm just saying, like, it could seem like I'm just like a negative, oh, right? About no, and I'm just because I just think like if anybody has listened <laughs> through the entire three episodes, yeah. um, and me being a part of them, I know you don't. I absolutely know yeah. you still enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you I didn't just think, come I just, off as that. I like it's like it's like if if you know I'm I'm liberal and so I'm inclined to criticize the left because I'm like I want <laughs> I like this I want them to be better I want them to be the best that yeah. they can be I, I want to see this the, I want to see the best version of this that I could possibly experience. You, right? you you've been given a taste and you want more and it's like here's how like here's how we could flesh out more. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I get entirely where you're coming from. So um, I, I, I think I'm definitely going to get into contact with Mark Miller. 
<laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> like 80 page letter. <laughs> you can do that right after you write Mel Gibson. Like you said, you, know, just, uh, you think you're better than me. <laughs> you think you're better than me, Mel Gibson? <laughs> All right. Well, we've hit the, we're just under two hours. So I think that's the great part to cut off. Uh, so yeah. dear listener, thank you for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I loved visiting red sun with Christian. Um, and revisiting the story, it was one of my favorite comics, and it still is. This has refreshed that, um, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. So I hope you guys do as well. I hope you enjoyed these episodes. Uh, Christian and I are going to do more, but we will also tinker with, do we need to do as long format as we have? It depends on the story. It depends on what we're talking about. Uh, not all Superman or other comic stories need, like, three episodes issue by issue, because some you're like, all right, there's a lot going on, but it's not enough to that. Di- there's not enough meat to dissect into that's going to take multiple episodes. So, yeah. And I, I think like, yeah, I think I'm not going to take as because like both my notes were they were like it was like a synopsis, but with also notes like comments like, things I thought. <laughs> so I think like just trying to pull back on that would be a good idea. I just I don't think panel for panel or beat for beat is necessarily the way to do it, because I think we just get. We get too bogged down. It, it, and, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I know when I did my quick thoughts on uh, Godzilla 98, I just had my, uh, and that was just for a 10 minute video. I just had a note open and it's because I was commenting along the section of the movie. I knew <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, here's this note from the end, but in the section of the beginning and the second act. So maybe as we go, when we start taking notes and all that, we can just be like, okay, we know what this is for. And then also when we, before we record, (laughs) we can Mm -hmm. also figure out, we can look at the story. We can be like, all right, what do you think? Do you think we need, like, is this a deep, deep dive or is this a, uh, can we do this in a single and in a single episode? Um, It's also dear listener. Christian has been so good and has been editing these episodes. And the thing is this, Um, when we do these episodes, it's not just the length that's there. So right now we're probably at about two hours, almost two hours and two minutes. Some of this is probably going to get trimmed. I'm assuming. Um, but also we started recording a good hour before, or we started talking a good hour before we even started recording an hour, an hour and a half. Um, we started recording probably like a a little before two, but we started talking at like 1145. Yep. And there was a break, a uh, 20 minute break in there, but still. So this yeah. is uh, this earlier when I was like, this is going long. It's because this has been a solid chunk of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's weird. <laughs> well, it's, it, I, I think it's, we're getting better at it. Uh, yeah. if, if we communicate more throughout the week, you know, then that, then it's not like, oh, hey, let's do the giant info dump. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think I think um, communicating more before we hit up the next episode, I think both like this is a good feeler of like, yeah, what I, you know, just testing things out and seeing how it went and stuff. And I think, yeah, I think the more we do it, the better we'll get. And I think, um, uh, oh, crap, what was I going to (laughs) say? Sorry, man. (laughs) It's all good. Well, it's it's interesting because I think as we do this into the week. Oh, I remember. Yeah, go. Oh, okay. Um, it was like, I was like, I think we, it was in relation to before, like how we're going to decide um, how to take the episodes on. Uh, I was thinking like, if we're going to do one on a comic again, you know, one of my, 
one of the reasons I went beat by beat was not only to to make sure like I, I remembered everything that I'd written down, but was also to make sure that anyone listening who hasn't read it can sort of follow along right, yeah. in a way, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I think we should sort of make that decision. Like, hey, if you want to follow along properly, read read the comic. You know, <laughs> read the comic. Or if uh, when we when I drop the video, like when the episode goes up on uh, on YouTube, once the audio is shared, I can add an end cap where it's like, hey, or here's this link to uh, comics explained where they did this video that does it beat by beat because co- yes, uh, listener like comics explained is outstanding. Yeah, um, the the channel is so good. Um, and yeah, I think also for us as this is a learning on the on on the job as we go for us it's also like within to the weeds we're allowing ourselves that time to really go into the weeds but then it's like okay do we need <laughs> like how into the weeds about this do we need to go um yeah. where we've done two proper episodes of into the weeds uh that have been released or one that will another will be soon um no, that's second one i'm not happy about my <laughs> but it's like there's those where it's like two hours, but we covered a lot of ground. Whereas yeah. these episodes are anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours <laughs> about a comic. <laughs> as much as I love comics, we're like, okay, this is this is nuts. So all that being said, dear listener, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing more Into the Weeds with Christian. And uh, Christian, you have a new YouTube venture you're doing, sir. Oh, yeah. Um, so I started a YouTube channel. Uh, it's it's basically right now it's just um, it's a gaming channel. And it's interesting because I said to Monica, I was like, uh, you know, when all this stuff first started happening, when I was like 15, 16, you know, maybe late teens, I always thought like, oh, I'm, I'm never going to like no one's going to want to watch me play. But now that everyone's doing it, I've decided to get on board. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not it's just episodic content right now. I'm just doing a, a playthrough of Days Gone. And um, eventually I'm going to start talking in them. I just don't want to talk too much. I want to be one of those people who just talks through the whole way. Like I find that there's times where I just have questions in my head, like about the story or I'm like, Oh, I wonder if they're going to do this. Or I want to, and just things like that where I would ask. Right. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, if a character says something and, and I know better, I'd be like, Oh, I wouldn't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great ad for my. <laughs> I wouldn't trust him. Just things like that. If you want to hear things like that while someone's playing a video game, I <laughs> see that that kind of appeals to me just because also as you were talking about that, I'm like, man, if I could have, if I could have miked myself while playing the, the Arkham uh, games, yeah, <laughs> it's just like mostly silence for a while, but especially those parts where you're taking down henchmen, just me suddenly yelling out Batman quotes. <laughs> yeah, or like there's there's this one part where like I'll be looking down the sights and I'll shooting someone and then like I'll I'll come out of the sights <laughs> and then I'll see like a freaker coming up to hit me and I'll just be like. Yeet! Or like I'll say <laughs> yep word, or I'll just like out of nowhere. I'm like, see, then I gotta really think, like, oh man, because there's so many times where I just kind of get scared, like a little jump scare. And I'm like, you know, I gotta get I'm just, out of here. Uh, I'm just picturing you being like, oh hey, Darko, what's that beside your head? Oh wait, it's my gun. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's you don't get many moments like that in life. Oh no. <laughs> But yeah, no, if you want to check it out, it's Carpenter Arcade on YouTube. And um, it's not a lot right now, but uh, I think eventually I'm just going to have like full playlists of, of full playthroughs. And and uh, maybe I'll start doing like game reviews and stuff nice. like that, you know, nice. like all gaming related material. So we'll see. Awesome, man. That's exciting. And I'm I'm definitely going to check that check that out as it grows. So yeah, maybe I'll... We'll... 
We'll get the link in the description of the episode as well, so that way people can just click it and go. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll we'll do a I'll do a Star Wars one or something. Ooh. Yeah, because I got <laughs> Fallen Order here. Like, I'm definitely gonna play that for sure. Do a playthrough. So. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um. Awesome. All right. Well, dear listener, thank you for listening so much. I know I said that before, but I'm saying it again. Uh, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Into the Weeds on One Cross Radio. Uh, or because it's, it's, it's One Cross Radio is like the podcast. It's also, I guess, in my head, I'm like, it's the series, but this is the sub series. Um, <laughs> I think it's, I mean, it's not technically a network, but I think you're going to have to start thinking of it like that. Like yeah. it's an umbrella, right? Yeah, maybe. Um, I, ca- I cannot wrap my head around that. Yeah, right let's now. not. Yeah. Yeah, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> all right. So, all that being said, hope you all had a great day. Let us know in the comments what it comments. What did you think of Superman Red Sun? Were you more of a fan of the the movie than we were? What was your favorite issue? Let us how know. How right did you think I was? <laughs> or how right did you think I was? <laughs> yeah, but you know, technically, <laughs> more realistically, how right I no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm it's all the good. character it's all I was good. playing. It's funny. It's funny. It's a very <laughs> a very bad person. <laughs> All right, dear listener, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day, and God bless, my friends. Take care. Peace. Bye.